shows every Sunday. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcast. And if you're a first-time listener, uh, I'm going to apologize right now because I'm pooped. I'm just uh, tapped out right now. Uh, today's episode that you're going to be listening to is going to be uh, a rehash of a old pod that I did with a former guest of the Random Rambles with Rob, Dan Dinkins, the mayor himself from the Starting Five podcast and everything. So, um, yeah, man, I, I just, I was tired. Got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And um, I didn't have too much to say this week. It was going to be a solo episode. I didn't have a guest, but I was just going through my stuff and I seen this file just sitting here. And I remember Dan sending it to me and everything after we recorded it. And he's like, I, I can put it on up on wrestling this trash, but you know, I'm going to use it here. This is my ace in a hole. This is one of my reserves that I'm um pull the card on. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about to ape this episode and repurpose it for my own means. <laughs> what not? Yeah. Cause I, I'm just, I'm, I'm burnt. I'm, I'm, I got, I'm tired. I need some, uh, a, a mental break, some, some mental relaxation, might play some video games or something like that. Just, I need to do something else. But, um, if you aren't aware, I am a co-host on another pro wrestling eccentric podcast called RBR weekly wrestling talk. If you're a part of the Patreon, uh, I just dropped a whole episode for y'all with former Random Rams with Rob guests Arlo Rodriguez and Jay Sandlin. And we talked about what what did we talk about? Uh TNA's lockdown pay-per-view from 2007 to where the Dudleys faced LAX in a electrified steel cage match. And this is kind of relevant to what you're going to be hearing today in this audio edition of uh, the mayor's office featuring me and uh, another cast and crew of um, wrestling is trash and um, the UWO podcast. It's just a whole bunch of us getting together to talk about the list that WWE released stating their top 50 tag teams of all time. So that's the top 50 tag teams of all time. According to WWE, not the world of professional wrestling, but according to WWE. So everybody that has been placed on this list is, is, and was an employee of WWE is just within the, the scope of WWE It's not the world of professional wrestling. So yeah. So that's all I got for y'all. Um, I appreciate y'all rocking with your boy or whatever, and just kind of, uh, Hang with me as we go through this little low right here today. But uh, you can still follow me on social media. Um, I'm at 3R Show on Twitter and at the 3R Show on Instagram. And you can find everything pertaining to the show on randomrob.com. So check it all out. They got merchandise there and whatnot. Um, the sponsor hooks, rubs and spices. 
You can get some um, amazing barbecue seasoning and rubs for all your meats and other things that you want. If you go to hooksrub.com and use promo code random, you get 15% off your order. So without further ado, I, I talked longer than what I thought I was going to talk. But check out this episode. It's fun. The top 50 tag teams of all time within WWE featuring Dan Deacons. I think um, Brian Lopez is on there from UWO. I think Nick Anaselli might be on there from Wrestling is Trash. I mean, just listen to it. You, you, you figure out who's on there. <laughs> the Star Star. Y'all already know, Y'all already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude fits on the fits on the feet. Yeah, yeah. We living in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change, sound change. Crown the king, crown the king's only. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the field. Starting five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, teams and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. No hot the tempo, yes. These other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyze it with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always in season if he can start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you need. We got what you need. If it's sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking because we live it. We got what you need. We got what you need. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you need. We got what you and y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the illest cat stick. I got what you need. I got what you need. What you need. What you need. What you need. Hello, motherfucker. Yeah, what up, everybody, yo? We are finally back inside the mayor's office. It's been a minute, y'all. I know it's been a long, long time since y'all had a seat in the mayor's office. Already, the homie B Rob is cutting up inside the office, but Hell. this is my place to go off on shit that I want to go off on. And today, with a couple of these brothers already knew this ahead of time, I need to get this shit off my chest about the WWE's 50 greatest tag teams of all time. That word all time is uh, looking pretty suspect right now after we go through this list, after we watched this fucking special that I said... If the Dudley boys are not either number one or number two, I'm going to throw my TV out. I'm going to do a Darby Allen coffin drop on top of the TV and then B-Boy head spin to a turtle shell and then to the pose like this just Shit, to completely destroy my... <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> and I have a TV I could have did that with, man. But nonetheless, you can already tell where the fuck my frustration is when it comes to this. But... Because I was so gracious enough to allow these brothers to come into the office, I'm the only one smoking. Well, actually, no, Brian, I think you're smoking, but we need to get to cigars and cigarettes. 
since I mentioned this name, let's let everybody know who y'all are and where y'all from. Brian. What's going on, everybody? My name is Brian. I am one third of the UWO podcast, which you can catch us on Facebook Live every week. (laughs) Everybody's pointing at me for some reason. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and and we repping out of Providence, Rhode Island. Well, technically, I live in one socket, but Rhode Island for the most part. Hello, motherfucker. Hello, motherfucker. (laughs) Next up to the top right corner of me, you can kind of say it's one half of. The Wrestling is Trash podcast. Hello, motherfucker. What's Hi, up, Nick? Man? So, yeah, Nick, <laughs> Nick Anicelli, another fellow Rhode Islander on here. Actually, blinked up with all the uh, most of y'all before. But, yeah, Nick Anicelli. And I yeah, guess you were trying to say half of the Wrestling is Trash podcast. Definitely, definitely. And the other half, the man that holds the crown on the Random Ramblings with Rob. The brother who was b-boying during the intro song that I wish oh, everybody man, was able to see. Oh, I see it. <laughs> Hello, motherfucker. You know what to do. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, this your boy B-Rob, host of the Random Rambles with Rob, and one half, I guess now, of wrestling <laughs> is trash. <laughs> uh, semi-annual, quarterly, uh, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. Whenever, whenever you feel like it. We get together type <laughs> podcast. <laughs> So uh yeah. First first of the month podcast. Yeah. All right. When the <laughs> checks come through. Hell yeah. And last but not least, Hello, motherfucker. my New York brother down there acting like Florida man. Yes. <laughs> that would be me. Uh uh, this is your boy Lou from the BX, aka Louis Schmurder, Louis Balboa, the loose cannon of podcasting, the last of the Dominicans, and uh hosted everything podcast. And uh, living in Florida from the BX, here to talk and about the procrastinator of uh, term papers and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, word up. All That's my, right, all and, and to round off this starting five, ironically, of wrestling talk, me, the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy, all the way from deepest, darkest Africa. I can't do that. I can't yeah. do that. You have to pass it. Oh, you the know, wrong way. We're... Oh, the wrong way. <laughs> it's all right. But, yo, all we're here. Up. We're here. We're here. We're here to go through this bullshit. Lou, I'm going to go with you first because me and you have been corresponding the most mm-hmm. about this damn list. First yeah. impressions. I want everybody to give first impressions. Let's take a minute or two. Go ahead. Go ahead, B. I wanted to do my best Stephen A. Smith face. Blasphemous! <laughs> <laughs> you, you got that whoever, made, whoever made this list should have stayed off the weed. The weed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, exactly. I'm gonna have my own blasphemous comments within this whole conversation anyway, so it's gonna be good when we ever restart. So. Well, My bad, Lou. We kind of ruined your uh, your first takes on this, but listen, you know. we're gonna it's 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 gonna be like that. Bro. <laughs> this, this is family. So, and initially, like first when I the first uh, so I saw the top five, and then I went back and I watched fifty from. I went and watched the whole thing like in one night, and like right off the bat when they're like, oh, you know, it's only WWF teams, you know, and I'm doing WCW and we're not doing this and we all love Harlem Heat, but they're not on the list. I was like, all right, this is going to be some bullshit. 
off the bat. And then when they started off with Bushwhackers, I was like, all right, this is a joke list. I'm not even going to get mad, but I got mad anyway. <laughs> I didn't want to get mad, and I got mad anyway. So that was, those were my initial thoughts. <laughs> Yo, not to jump anybody, but that that's exactly where I wanted to start off with because – when I seen the Bushwhackers at 50, I said, okay, I'm in for some bullshit. Be Rob. <laughs> so, right off top, when I heard about this list, and it knowing that it was just going to be WWE, WWF, or whatever, I knew for a fucking fact that number one was going to be number one. And it's the goddamn New Day. Because... The New Day is WWE's wow. fucking tag team. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It is yeah. their faction. It is their moneymaker. It is their fucking machine. They they run roughshod within WWE. Fucking social media presence, goddamn live appearance presence, everything. They, they encompass what WWE is. I'm, you hear I'm saying WWE. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There was no doubt in my mind that the New Day was going to be number one. And I, and I would have been remiss if they were not number one on this top 50 list of WWE's E's greatest tag teams. Sound like fucking right. Matt Hardy. WWE! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Don't, don't, of all don't people to compare him to. Oh, yeah, but no, Brian. That's it. But Brian, though, I mean, I, 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 I kind of almost share the same thoughts with b-rob too i might probably share the same thoughts with you on your first takes uh yeah pretty much uh b-rob said it best it was wwe's perception of tag team wrestling and where they think that these teams rank and i always relate it back to something that bully ray said on busted open when it comes to the wwe Vince McMahon has a godlike complex in which you know when he signs you to a contract he wants you to be a representation of his vision. So as much as, as you guys know, my opinion on the Dudley boys, considering them the greatest tag team of all time, Mm -hmm. I knew they wouldn't be number one on this list. I didn't think they were going to be number five on this list, but to me, it just goes to show the bias of the way WWE looks at things where, you know, if it's not a homegrown talent, it's hard to get over in WWE. So when I saw the list and like B Rob said, who I thought would be number one probably was going to be number one and shock to everybody. They were number one, nothing against them. But to me, it's like, there's so many inconsistencies on this list that like it does certain, certain names on this list. When we get there, I'll tell you bother the shit out of me. So that's just my like o- overall thought of how this list went. Ooh, oh, Nick, 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 a hundred percent. Come on. Also, also to add to this or whatever, I'm, actually looking at the list for the very first time i know um brian and all them covered this list on uwo and you know i popped in and out on that and i knew who the top five were i'm surprised that the usos aren't higher up than what they are right now well we'll hold that there and like nick get his point out because we're gonna get there when we get there yeah we're gonna get there i pretty much gotta say what everyone else says like I know there's like a, there's so many good wrestling tag teams that we hear of, we see, and like kind of like we all said, like so the Bushwhackers are fifty. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> so you just kind of knew, and like they said, I didn't think New Day was gonna be one. Honestly, I thought he they was the damn fool. I, I didn't think that. 
Huh? I said, "Use a damn fool if you ain't think that." <laughs> I don't know. I thought they were. Rand- I thought it was going to be the Douglas. I thought they just See, had the. We, we have we have the crux of nostalgia here. True, know? indeed. So that that's what it was, or whatever. But we're not thinking about e intermotherfuckingtainment. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I was I was probably still putting New Day in top five or whatever, but maybe even top three. But I just thought they were going to give it to the Dudleys just because on commentary before. Even on their last run in 2015-16, they said, like, the greatest tag team ever. Now, great, granted, since then, New Day's won a lot and all that shit, but shit. still. The greatest tag team to come back and put young talent over. Because they came back and lost every guy. Yeah. yeah. They lost yeah. literally every, yeah. every. But, yeah, I mean, because we're briefly talking about it, I mean, number one, I I pretty much fell back and was just like, you know what? I'm not mad at it because of a lot of what B-Rob said. First and foremost, actually, I wasn't mad because of this right here, just straight up and down, being honest, biased, culturally biased, just like Shaq's test in blue chips. But um, I, I, I was, uh, I, I was, I had that little bit of bias, but not really because I, I thought the Dudley should have been number one. We'll get into a little more, but you start off when you announce the Dudleys at five, that, this 18-time championship tag team. That there just at number five, in what world does that belong? Where you yeah. are the fifth best of something, but 18 times a champion while you're talking about the new day who is climbing to 11. But also remembering what B-Rob said was the same thoughts I had. It's Vince's creation. It's Vince's birth child. In the WWE F. G H I you <laughs> you if you were not created by Vince it just you know it, it's yeah. not gonna and, be it's not gonna yeah. come to fruition and not just I mean with it, the new day not just with the new day being up there either because like the little things like Edge and Christian were ranked ahead of them they're homegrown WWE they won the title seven times but look realistically they lasted from what. We'll say 99 because they, they were with the brood before. We'll say from 99 to like 01 because then they split during the alliance. So you're going to put that over the Dudley boys. The thing I think that, that personally threw me off, I don't know if it did for you guys. I saw they kind of got humbled when you saw like DX a little lower than I personally thought they were going to be. Because I was thinking, oh, WWE DX is going to be like top 10, top 8, whatever. But what? as I was watching the episodes every week, I was just like, all right, whatever, cool. Like, I was enjoying it. But then when they did, like, 10 all the way to 1, like, those two episodes, I was like, well, wait, what about this team? What about this team? What about this team? That's when it really started throwing me for a spin because they were throwing teams in wherever. And I was like, all right, cool. But I, like I said, I was expecting Harlem Heat, Rock and Roll Express, like a few other, you know? Which we're going to get into the list now. That honorable mention, holy shit. But before before we get into, actually, before we get into the 50, before we get into, because uh, I want to go right into that honorable mention. No, I'm going to save the honorable mention list for last because once I read these names, this is Mount Rushmore of tag team wrestling. But I, I, I wrote them all down. But before so, we do that, B-Rob. Yeah, so, so correct. Hold me on. I'm, correct. Hold on. We got to give condolences to Mr. Paul Orndorff. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. We got to give 
condolences to Mr. Paul Orndorff, died at the age of 71. Legend, supreme legend, one of the greatest heels ever. I mean, if anybody if anybody got something they want to say about him, you know, so we can get it on and get, and pay our proper respects. But I just, I I it, I wasn't blown away because he was unfortunately yeah. being reported as doing bad. But I mean, seventy one lived a legendary life in the first WrestleMania since we're in the WWE WF kind of conversation yeah. tonight. I, I, there's nothing bad you could say other than. There should have been more WWF titles around his belt. I mean, around his waist. A hundred percent agree with that. Um, you guys got to remember, this is a time period like during his prime, prior to even coming to WWE. This was a guy who was, you know, when pro wrestling was quote unquote like a legitimate thing in some people's mm-hmm. eyes. He represented a heel to the umpteenth degree. Like the fact that he used to come to the ring and take like two to three minutes just to take off his robe. You know what I mean? Like, the guy looked like a million bucks. He was a former, you know, collegiate football player. This was a guy who got over the old school way. And from the stories that I've heard about him, he is a quote-unquote man's man. You know what I mean? Like, even today I busted open, they were doing some sort of a tribute for him. And uh, Jimmy Wang Yang came on, and he was like, when I was in, you know, the power plant, this was one of the guys who was training me, and he broke me in so many different ways, but in the long run, you know, helped benefit me for the future and prepare me for the world of pro wrestling. And you guys got to remember, it's not the world of pro wrestling that we're in today where, you know, some people can start off in their backyard or get a couple thousand, buy a ring and just start a promotion. This Mm -hmm. is when you actually had to earn your way into a locker room, earn your way to get ring time, earn your way to get your spot, you know? And then when we come, we talk about like what he means to the history of WWE, he was that great bad guy heel persona to the point where they had to put him in the main event of WrestleMania one. You know what I'm saying? Like this was a guy who contributed a lot, a lot of the pretty boy heels like Robert Roode and stuff. When he was doing the I'm off the chain guy and and TNA like mimicked what this guy was doing. And he contributed so much to what heels should represent nowadays in this business. And, you know, not just being a great trash talker, but just being able to say things that, you know, the common folk won't relate to because that's his lifestyle. That was his thing, you know, and he brought a different type of realism to the business at that time. So to me, I will always look at him as the guy I loved to boo. So and I said this too on the show. He was one of the first action figure toys that I had, like the big rubber ones. It was him and JYD. I remember them. And, you know, I, I. you know what's funny is this like I've been watching wrestling for a long time and thinking about it now my first real wrestling memories were of him in that first Wrestlemania match because I had the tape uh, greatest Wrestlemania matches one through five and that was the one that was the first one that would come up on the tape and that would be the first like real you know nostalgia for wrestling that I have watching those first five WrestleMania main events. And he was the first one that always come up on the tape every time. You know, so. He beat up Vader. (laughs) He beat up my all-time favorite big man because Vader was fucking with him. (laughs) Man, you do what I do, man. You don't let nobody (laughs) fucking with you. (laughs) This is true, but when you compare the size of these two men, 
he dropped 450-something pounds, 440-something pounds. Sucker punch. Six, four, six, five. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. But and another, another thing, really quick too, when you think about like back in the days when like you know the relationships were going on between like WCW and New Japan, he was one of the few guys who had New Japan, uh, excuse me, IWGP <laughs> title shots in America. Him versus the Great Muda happened at Slamboree. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like he was a guy who got those opportunities back in those days because of his popularity. Whether he was a heel or a babyface, you know, even the short stint as a babyface, he was still over as fuck then too. You know what I'm saying? So. It it just yeah. sucks that he passed, but you know, I I guess in a good way, it's not like we're getting a sad story. Like he was at the age of seventy one, he lived a full life, he yeah, had a great yeah. career. You know, he was able to enjoy the fruits of his labor. Yeah, a lot of wrestlers don't get that. Yeah, yeah, right. Lude, if you didn't notice, I've been doing the same Tazan day like you spitting side of the camera. Chocolate rain. <laughs> now, if if you want if you want to know about that, go check oh out uh, the Everything Podcast and Lou from the BX on Instagram. He put the story up there, or actually listen to one of his recent episodes. He tells the story of the the inside joke as he put it, tying it into Chocolate Rain and Tazan day and all that. Super inside but, baseball. <laughs> but. Rest in peace to Mr. Paul Orndorff, man. Supreme legend in the world of wrestling. Gone at the age of 71. Absolutely. Now, now it's time to get into the bullshit. Let me get this share screen going <laughs> as I bring it to the WWE's website. And I'm just going to quickly breeze through yeah. the top 10 so y'all understand imagine? where this bullshit went. But go ahead, Luke. These two fucking idiots never won the title. Could you imagine they would have won yeah. the title and be in the fucking belts? It would have been amazing. Because they fucking, were fun. My God. Yeah, they were fun. But that's the thing about this list, too. Like, I, when I first saw them, I was, like, mad. And then at the same time, I was like, yeah, but you know what? It's the, it's the Bushwhackers. Like, they're... It's synonymous with, like, that tag team shit from back in the day. So it's like... They're at 50, so I can't be too mad. It's not like they're 25. Or, you know what I'm saying? Dude. Can you imagine how much ass these two pulled back in the day? Oh, hey, yo. <laughs> Word up. Word just up. Imagine. Just, just put it I in mean, the brain housing group. <laughs> look, at, look at Luke right there with no teeth and that tongue out. Uh-huh. That's all nipple action right there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, let's... I actually I'm just gonna... saw him recently, too. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, Bushwacker Luke, he was at a show up here a couple weeks ago. Nice. Oh, shit. But let's go through. I'm going to go through. We're going to go through this at 10 at a time. And we'll just discuss whatever discrepancies that you want to bring up. So at 50, Bushwhackers. At 49, Too Cool. 48, the Quebecers. 47, the Smoking Guns. 46, Strike Force. 45, the Head Shrinkers. 44, X-Pac and Kane. Or Kane and X-Pac. 43, Evolution. 42, Eminem. 41, The Nasty Boys. So, first 10 out the way. All right. So, this, this is where it leads into my first question. I'm looking at this list, and we have a lot of qualms about it or whatever. Well, y'all did. I don't give a fuck, really. Um, <laughs> are these people... I know they might have had life out in other companies and all kind of stuff, but all these people had a legitimate career in WWF and WWE. I'm not yes. talking about 
when they bought out W <laughs> and shit, then now they're automatically on the list. I'm talking about before that shit even happened. Like they had a legit run in WWF WWE. Well, I mean, for the mo- from if I'm not mistaken, for the most part, all these guys were like WWE. I know a lot of them were like in they they were like in uh, Smoky Valley and NWA and all that other stuff. But yeah, so this uh, is before they like, no, like these out of these he just named. It's not like they were WCW and then you know these were like yeah. WWE. I'm just talking about the whole. I'm talking about the whole list as a whole. Like they had a legit career in WWF and WWE before they bought WCW. Yes. All right. Okay. So that makes more sense to me now. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, because it would have been some bullshit because like you talk about Harlem Heat not being on the list or whatever. I get it. They were, that's because they were never ever a WWF WWE team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And right, you, can't, right. you can't count them because they bought the competition. That shit doesn't count. Well, yes, they, say, they, they said that at the beginning of the um, like when they did fifty. Oh, okay. So I didn't watch before they won. Right, they did. Yeah. They did say that. They did say that. But with that factor of you have and own the rights <clears throat> and properties to all of these territories, it's literally like now you are bringing it into WWE lore. Nah. Nah, it's on your it, no. It's nah, on fam. your. Take the shit off the network, then. They don't. They don't count that Star Wars shit now either, do they? Disney yes, brought out all they the do. motherfuckers, and they can't count all the lore from all those books and all yes. the other shit. They don't. They don't count well, that shit. They don't count the books, but they count Clone Wars cartoon. They they count yeah. all the other subsets well, of video that's stuff. stuff. That's something they made though, you know. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can, I can give you that. I can give you that, but even still, that was the main part that, that yeah. pissed me off. That outside of this first ten of the of the um of the fifty, uh, is that WWE owns all of these territories and utilized none of that, but then paid respects to these teams in honorable mention lists and all types of other spotlights through each episode. That's where the bullshit is. But in to me, like, the, the top 50, I mean, the top 10, I mean, the bottom 10. Bottom 10. I was reminded, like, the Quebecers, Brian, like, I forgot how good they really were. Yeah. ECO, man. They were, they were very good back in those days. Like, to me, this is where, like, like, my annoyance with this list comes in. All right, when you talk about a team like, say, the Nasty Boys, right? They they talked about their WWE run, but a majority of what sounded good during that little promo package was more about their WCW run. So I'm like, yep. okay, now you're including WCW involved in this. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right, are we just crediting them on what they do in WWE, or are we also taking into account the shit that they did in WCW? Because, you know what I mean, if you're talking about that, then that's a whole different story. But to me, it's like if you're making a WWE list, just refer to what's gone on in WWE during their run, and that's why exactly. Exactly. Because then that makes because then that even helps out the little things like when you were hyping up the Dudley Boys at number five for being thirty-seven million time tag champions around the world. Your <laughs> at least and you, and you lower know the numbers down of everything they've done, you know. And but B Rob, before you speak, here's a here's why what Brian said was a part of the issue and why they should have included the territory stuff. A lot of the video packages outside besides just the nasty boys was from the territory days. Yeah. So how do you include an example? Yeah. 
No, right, because it was in the first 10. But yeah, how do you that. include all of that stuff? Like, wait, wait, you, when you get to watch it, B-Rob, when you make time to watch it, wait till they get to the Road Warriors and watch all the, the old school AWA stuff in, that they show Mid-South, whatever, mid, whatever the fuck they were. I forgot. I'm, but I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you now I ain't watching this shit. I was just <laughs> well, going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> this man told me I'll watch Undertaker's last Friday when I know he's done. They did a whole <laughs> Dude, I am not watching the last ride until I see that motherfucker rolling, rolling, rolling across the Hall of Fame stage. Well, yeah, I feel you on that, but he, on that. He, he is already going mm-hmm. by Mark Calloway. So if there's any uh if there's any uh consolation in, in I'm fighting bugs again, y'all. If you remember the last episode of Wrestling is Trash, I did the mad dash and B Rob said I was twerking in the screen when I was trying to kill a spider. <laughs> But anyway, out of this, out of this ten, I mean, the the discrepancies, if there was any for me, it right out the gate let me know that they're including wrestlers that were technically not legit tag teams. Mm-hmm. Two wrestlers paired together, i.e., Kane X Pac Evolution. Though Evolution, Evolution, uh, Evolution did kind of. Yeah carry a crew name it was the crew name kind of like the horsemen which were left off this list by the way y'all i was okay with evolution too i was uh yeah they did but kane and xbox was like already you're adding two separate individuals that weren't tag guys hey let's put this two misfits together and make them a team honestly i'm shocked that they don't because i mean this is a strictly wwef type deal or whatever i'm shocked that they don't have the motherfucking uh, spirit squad on here, all the mean street posse, <laughs> all the Owen Hart and Coco Beware and shit. High you know, energy, well, baby. <laughs> they they at least had they had a tag team. Yeah. They had a tag team name. Yeah. But also, too, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that like you mentioned them, Brian, the nasty boys. I'm shocked that they are not higher than 41. That 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 was one of the teams that I thought should have been higher. And based on this list, the smoking gun should have been a lot higher. And Another group that I think, uh, aside from uh, the Bushwhackers, that I thought should have been higher on on from the bottom ten, were too cool. To me, too cool as a they WWE act. They were over as fuck. I'm sorry, yep. like you get into the heel portion of it, but the moment you gave them Rikishi as part of that act, yes, too cool yes. was one of the most over things ever. I will never forget the Rumble when you know first it was I believe it was um, Brian Christopher that was in, and then Rikishi came out third. And then uh, Sky Duhati came out fourth. They had the Rumble rocking. And then Rikishi eliminates both of them. But right. to me, as a tag team. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like, my bad, my bad, you know, too, too. Sorry. But, but to me, uh, for what the gimmick was, I thought Too Cool should have been a little bit higher on that list when it comes to WWE entertainment tag teams. Also, yeah, I, I, I give you that. Yeah, also, we need to move to the next 10 because I have a question. About one of them. <laughs> okay, but I want I want one more. I wanted to mention that is a was a legit tag team was one of lose favorites, but I feel that they were kind of right where they needed to be within that bottom ten and that strike force Lou. Yeah, I didn't yeah like that. I like I wanted to I want like that's the thing with strike force is funny because I loved Tito Santana when I was a kid, um, and like okay, at the door, going back and looking at their like. <laughs> how long they were together and all that. I'm like, all right. I, I mean, I guess I see why they're in the top 50, but they they should have at least made, like, they shouldn't have started this off. They should have been at least 
somewhere like in the at least maybe 40s, close to the 30s or something, because it's just, I mean, you got, I don't know, Brad. I'm trying to understand what they did with this list. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to well, understand what they did with uh, Tito Santana, man, because I remember he was hot on fire, and he uh, left for a little yeah, while, and he came they, back as El Matador. And that they turned him into brain. the Matador. And I got, yeah, I got two hat, fun facts for you, right? Two fun facts for you. Strike Force versus Brain Busters was one of the reasons why me and Kyle became friends. We used to take the bus Who together. Who are not on nice. this list, by the way. Yeah. Um, me and Kyle used to take the bus together going to elementary school, and we sat there and talked about that matchup, and that like spawned our friendship. And number two, my mother always said if she would cheat on my father, it would have been with Tito Santana. Still <laughs> <laughs> to this day, she calls him Chico. Makes I love Tito Santana. <laughs> Holy shit. But more holy shit moments to come right away. At number 40, rated RKO. Number 39, Paul London and Brian Kendrick. DIY at number 38. 37, world's greatest tag team. The fucking irony, world's greatest tag team at number 37. (laughs) Money Incorporated at 36. Jericho. The nat the natural disasters at thirty four. Yeah. Street profits at thirty three. Wow. Briscoes at thirty two. Wow. Damn, I didn't and know how much they looking like. The bludgeon the bludgeon brothers at thirty one. Um okay, so this is where I'm at. How I mean it's nothing bad either. How highly does a company see you to where you're essentially in the minor leagues to be charted on this list for tag teams with DIY. That's fucking crazy, right? But that's a good point. We're, also we were too about that earlier. I would say also too though to have the street profits so high and yes. they're still technically fairly new. Yes. Where does I mean, a company think have, of you the same? Yeah, it's crazy to have Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, you know, given where they made their bones in this company and to have them on the list already. The only NXT team on this motherfucking list. That's crazy. You know what was now you got who, got left, who got left off the list? Because I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, oh, I, I, I didn't see why they didn't see put the Street Profits, NXT, Raw, and Tag Team Champions. But what about the Revival? That's what, what we're talking about. We were talking about that in the pre-show. We were talking yeah, about speak that on that, show. y'all, too. When I saw DIY, as much as I liked them, um, it took them forever to take those fucking belts off the Revival, who held yeah. it down in that division for fucking ever, and they're not on the list. So it's like, yeah, fuck are you doing? To you me, what, what bothers me about DIY is, with all due respect to both of those guys, because I'm fans of both of them, they had a one-year run yeah. in NXT. It was a one-year run as a tag yeah. team, not not one-year run as champions, any of that stuff. It's just a one-year run. And to me, it's like if you're going to have any representation from NXT as a tag team, it sucks to say this, but still considered the greatest tag team down there was the Ascension. They were undefeated up until True. the point where they gave up the belts. True. So if you're going to yeah. represent NXT in any state, form, the fashion – that would have been the team to go with. I understand the popularity of DIY. I totally get yeah. that. But I'm sorry to say this, but the fact that they made the list and were never considered, quote unquote, WWE, because they're under 
developmental, which I still call them, unfortunately. You're still under developmental, and you're representing NXT. I think it was a bad move on WWE's part to include them on there. And a majority of the reason why people love them so much is because of the feud. It wasn't even because of the tag team, true. Yeah, exactly. The agree. feud between themselves was was more over than it was the yeah. tag team. And I've been yeah. saying yeah. this for years. There's audio documented footage. When they first went against each other at the goddamn CWC that first time, mm-hmm. I was like, these two are going to have feuds upon feuds upon feuds forever. And damn if it didn't come true. They became a tag team, and they they teased it from the first match they had at the CWC that Ciampa was going to turn on Gargano. I seen it. It was just like when they had the little when he had the little hesitation about you know if you want to shake his hand or not after the match and shit. And I was just like, oh, they got something here. They, I- See the first the <clears throat> first sniff of bullshit. I just to make sure because I did step away. Are we going from thirty nine to thirty right now? Thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. I got my first whiff of bullshit when you had Chris Jericho in the big show at 35. Yeah, get fuck out of here. Like, yes, fuck out of here. I, I yes, love Chris Jericho. He's probably in my top four or five of all time. But y'all, y'all have one title reign, I think. Well, I believe well, I kind of believe a- I kind of believe they did that because Chris Jericho, I think, is I mean, Brian, you you the historian and shit. I believe he has the most tag titles next to Kofi with different partners. Yes. And the thing is, too, didn't they have the unified? Didn't they unify the belts or some shit? Uh, they had. Yeah, that's it. They were, yeah, they were unified at the time. Yeah, yeah so, so, I mean. Oh, they, but they did have you know, See, you, you got to understand, you, you're looking at this list for WWF, WWE. So you got to look at people that have made, you know, I mean, and we can disagree with a lot of this shit, too. Made impact or monumental shit or history within WWE. Jericho and Big Show, multiple time tag team partners, multiple time championships. Goddamn right. DIY, just that story just in itself is fucking crazy. I would be remiss if um I didn't call bullshit on that. Them are undisputed area if they're not gonna include the Ascension or hell. Um, what was the other tag? AOP was a good tag team, but still. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and can, and can I say one team that I feel like is very underrated out of this ten that we just went through? Was that the Hooligans, London and Kendrick? Yeah, oh, the oh, fact yeah, that they, they were, we talked we awesome. talked about this the other day. The fact that they were WWE Tag Team Champions for over a year, were yeah. holding the record up until New Day broke it, and the yeah. fact that you got them this low on the list to me is BS. It's like if we're going to talk about history, we're going to talk about historical facts. Their names just got taken out of the book about. Two three years ago, yeah, and they've been there for what, like ten plus years, yeah. holding that title reign. I'm sorry, to me, that's more BS. They should have been and a little favorite, bit higher on that list. Something crazy, not much higher, but some team. higher. Yeah, my favorite part about them as a team was the fact that uh, they took they crazy ass bumps. Little, huh? <laughs> they took crazy ass bumps. <laughs> well, that, but they were two little ass dudes, and they like went that long with a title reign, like demolition, big dudes, new day. They were way over by the time they started that reign. Kofi was already an established star. Like, yo, these were just two cruiserweights who became tag champs that were just that over. Yeah. And 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 being reminded of them watching this special and seeing them, they brought out like that. They were at like the, the epicenter of like when everything was a high spot. 
of of they were like I mean not the epicenter but at the beginnings of when everything started to become more and more of a high spot. I mean we had our WCW era who gave us the cruiserweights where you could kind of say the high spot era started there, but it died off a little bit in in what these brothers were doing when they came in. And I'll be honest with you. They were around in the era, I think, when I kind of started to tail off of the WWE at the time because they was the only product around. So I was familiar with them, but I wasn't watching them as often as probably I should have been because I was tired of Disneyland at the time. I was tired of Disney World. Hey, Mayor. I'm sorry. Who you have above? um, Who was it that was above the Street Profits? Jerry Show pretty much above the no above the street profits was the was Briscoes Jer- and no, Jer- Harper and Rowan, the bludgeon. No, 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 or below Jer- them, you mean it was, yeah, sorry, you mean Jer- below Show, them, Jerry Show, somebody, and then street profits, money, oh, natural Jer- disasters. Oh, yeah, Man, no, yeah. they to be not there, dude. That I mean, that was natural disasters? yeah, that was a that, that was a fucking dope ass tacking. Them two big motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Those two, you'd see these two big fat guys, and they were doing all kind of oh, shit that, like, I remember. Uh, I remember the change too, and it, it, it mm-hmm. in the in the name was what made me trip about it because, like, he was tugboat. Yep. Yeah. Then he turned to typhoon. You get typhoon. it? Typhoon. Yeah. Tugboats, typhoons. The typhoon. The typhoon. The typhoon. Back on Hogan. The typhoon took out the tugboat, mm-hmm. and then the two by four took out the shockmaster. I remember when he sat on. Uh, <laughs> he sat on Damien. I never forget oh, that. No. Oh, earthquake? Yeah. Earthquake. yeah oh, no. never, never in my life forget that shit, bro. That was and then he, like, he scrambled to open the bag and shit. He, he like, looked at the bag like, oh! <laughs> now, <laughs> question, question about that, because, uh, Brian, and Brian, since you, you're right now more of a historian than me because of my, uh, the gap that I divulged to y'all, um, wasn't the snake named something else before Damien? When he brought out the co- then he brought out the cobra and that was Damien. I don't know. I always well, it was it always was it was always Damien, and then didn't the cobra have a different name? I didn't know the name. Honest to God, I can't tell you the name of the cobra for um, when he brought that time out. It was Santino. But, I, but uh, <laughs> but I do re- I do remember Damien, and then I remember he had the yellow python, and it was called Revelations. Those yeah. are the two okay. names that I remember. Okay. Oh, okay. oh shit! Okay, yeah. yeah. No, when he came back I, for like I, the ninety-six time. He he came okay. back with a yellow python. Yeah. Okay. Damien was like pancake. Yeah. <laughs> Snake cake, <laughs> baby. Yo, I'm just to, just to, we left DIY for a second. I just wanted to give a couple words on DIY. I, again, this was in the era of when NXT was hard to come by. Like NXT was maybe only on YouTube, and I wasn't invested in oh. NXT at the time. I was about to say but, Paige, Paige was the champ though, so it wasn't hard to come by on that. But but <laughs> lose you, baby. <laughs> but anyway, no, um when I, I, I kept hearing these names, Gargano and, and Champa, Gargano and Champa, or Champa as they everybody else likes to call it. Champa. I can't say Champa. 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 <laughs> um but um when I seen their uh, last man standing match, I had to go back and watch that last man standing match. But one of the greatest matches I think I've just ever seen. Period. Period. Got to give them brothers their props. Oh yeah. Yep. But um, let's give. 
Yo, go ahead. I don't, I don't know if any. I don't know if anybody else is like kind of keeping track, but I have four teams that I've that don't need to be on this fucking list. Like out of so far that we've named, like I got four X so, out. So do you do you have um, people the Knicks in every ten? Like people you that you, you want to take how, out. Oh, yeah, I have four people cross out that shouldn't be on the list. Oh, save like, that for when we finish. All right, I, I want to hear. If anybody, I don't know if anybody else will keep a score, but since Lewis keep a score, I'm interested in those names. Me too. At the end, yes. <laughs> but let's let's get back into the rest of this. Uh, the rest yeah, of this. What we, what we got next? What we got next is me clicking all the screen share buttons. It actually gets. It actually gets. It actually gets interesting now. <laughs> it's the yeah, but number thirty, Owen Hart and the British Bulldog. 29, Miz and Morrison. I, I, I agree with that one. 28, The Bar. I agree with that. Team Hell No. I don't know about the that. The Iron Sheik and Volkov. Yeah, yeah, iconic. Los Guerreros. Nah. The APA. Yes. The Black Jacks. The Shield. I'm surprised they weren't hired. DX. Or them. them. And yeah. that's that. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that only because of who they are as far as WWEF royalty. But so, so. I don't give, nah, fuck that. Out of DX, out of DX, the New Age Outlaws, which are higher, that was the tag team to me. True. Mm-hmm. So True. when I True. saw them put DX in there, I was like, wow, WWE humbled the shit out of themselves. And do, do you think that low? Yeah, do you think it's like uh, Triple H was like, hey, man, hey, man. Hey man, just like scoop me up some. I mean, don't put me like real high, but don't put me real like low this, either. Because no, I, I mean, it, it feels I feel like Triple H is like he would have been in. The, I mean, he is in the Hall of Fame because of DX, but like he would, it would be like a Vince McMahon thing if it wasn't for D, for DX with Triple H. It's just like he'd be on his last leg and shit, or he might even pass on to the other side and shit. But and it was weird. But it was it was weird too because they put in the DX like the like the. PG DX, like the the jokey DX. They didn't even put in like I I think like it's the actual DX. Are, I think it's because those are the only D, them two. That I think that's the only time they won tag titles together. I think oh, in the nineties okay, yeah. they didn't win it, tag titles. Yeah, that together. to me that's what it was. It was like I could see why they're where they were, especially when you talk about uh Sean and Hunter. Because if you go back to the original formation of DX, they weren't really more of a tag team. They were more individual acts just people that together. just worked right, together. Right, 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 you know what I'm saying? Right. But then when you go into the, the second iteration of the tag team, it was yeah. more of like, you know, Sean not being able to come back. Sean's a good Christian boy. Yeah. You know, while Triple H is over here doing his comedy shtick, yeah, they're trying to buy kicks some prime time. Like that era of DX, I can see why they're where they are on the list. Because they were, yes, they were very entertaining. But as a tag team, they weren't like full-on team until later on into their careers. Yeah, and, that's I, enjoy, and I, I enjoyed DX the latter half or whatever. Yeah. When, when they started acting goofy say, and shit, you know? I was going to say, I, that shit was hilarious when, like, yeah. Triple H was making, like, low-key dick jokes and Shawn Michaels was like... Shawn Michaels yeah, was there, the, like, like, choking. because The era of DX... Nothing. The era of DX when they did the Little People's Court was when I started to really like DX because the NWO was over. And at that time, when the two came out, because obviously DX was created in retaliation of the NWO, while everybody else was sucking, I was still like this. Mm Because the NWO 
it's another argument for another day. I know they just all talked about it on the podcast that B Rob doesn't like, where they actually gave credit to ECW as being the ones who turned the wrestling game and not the NWO. But that is fact. I digress. I digress. I digress. Well, oh no. well, no. yeah, they did. They changed ECW literally changed the game, but then they uh, got yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> but 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 end but NWO took that took that and made it. As you say with Cameron Grimes, B Rob hit that button. To the moon! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they took it to the moon, and it's undeniable. I was honestly so happy when they placed the APA personally. Always one of my favorite tag teams. I just think the concept of them, like if you, I don't know if you watch the WWE Untold on them. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got told yeah, we're gonna drink beer. <laughs> like they drank That's beer. It. They're both big. Motherfuckers beat people up, acting like they smoked really cigars. Mm. And I was trying <laughs> to find good quality APA shirts because I really wanted Rob and I to go to SummerSlam as the APA. Oh man, you know, honestly, and I forgot I, about that shit. I'm gonna make them shits. Fuck. It. I can't find like a good APA shirt. I just think it'd be perfect for Rob and I. PGN, PGN, PNG logo. Yeah, PNG yeah. logo. Impress. Give me that shit again. I make them shits. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll say this about the APA. Honestly, I thought they should have cracked the top twenty. Yeah, if we're talking about WWE here, this is a high kind of tag team. During man. that during oh, that yeah, late bro. portion of the Attitude Era, they were one of the most over tag teams in the company. They had a great gimmick. Everybody knocked on the door. Didn't matter who you were. You knocked through that door. You showed respect, and they would either go out there and whoop your ass, or they'd have fun just roasting you. And us being from Rhode Island, I live literally. 10 minutes down the road from the friendly tap. Like yep, it's right down the tap. block. So, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So, APA always holds a special place in my heart. They and found it was always ways to so shoehorn them into segments. Yeah. So, so my this is why APA holds special. So, the friendly tap, my dad used to know the owner there. Mm-hmm. And when Raw came to town, my dad like didn't have a lot of money, whatever, but always somehow got money to go to wrestling shows. But we didn't go. Really upset. He's like, oh, we're going out to eat. Long story short, went to the friendly tap. APA was there because they were doing the damn scene and all that. Holy got shit! To, yeah, got to say what oh, else? Oh, the like, that the bar scene was there. That like yeah, uh, that, all three times. Okay. Anytime they come to Rhode Island, it's friendly tap. So like APA's bar fights when he became the Nanny Gansett arm wrestling champion. Um, even the night when uh the the feud was going on between the invasion and WWE and Stone Cold was at a bar Stone and Cold, yeah, and he was at the bar and Vince is trying to go there and convince him to come back and he comes back at the end of the night. Whenever they're in Rhode Island, it's always friendly tap over here. It used to be owned by uh, gotcha. Tim White. So gotcha. Tim White used to be the owner of it. The, the fun thing. Biggest pop whoa, 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 hold on. Tim, Tim White, ain't that the referee? Yeah, the, the one that's yeah. always. The one that the one shot that, itself. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. dude. It all started in Rhode Island. It, yeah, the bar, oh, whenever you go back and look up bar scenes in WWE, it's literally right down the road from my house. All right, so hold on. Real quick, very off topic, I know. When and why did Tim White always try to kill himself? Never I'm, explained I'm, I'm, it. I'm a fart, but they never I'm, explained it. But what, thought, okay, um, what time of wrestling was it? The Attitude Era, I'm assuming. No, this I is what it was like. Bruce's aggression. Yeah, I thought it was like toward the end of his tenure when he was like actually about to retire or some shit. Yeah, that's what they were trying. They were trying to quote unquote kill him off, but there was never a payoff explained. They were just like, I don't know. We started oh, doing the skits for. You know what? Like, I'm, I'm sitting here like. I understand. I'm the only and one that I don't just, remember. I, no, I literally just remember what the fuck you guys are talking about. When they had that rep, he looked all dressed and shit. 
Yeah. And like it looked like he was trying to like commit suicide every weekend. They never fucking yo, I come they never paid it off. That's hilarious. How fucking nuts is that? That's Hell what I'm yeah. saying. This, this motherfucker pulled out a shotgun from behind a bar and tried to eat that shit. I was at, I forgot what I think it was Armageddon that it started at, but we were at the pay-per-view wow. here in Rhode Island and oh, they it was. It was yeah, Armageddon. It was Armageddon. That's when they did Hell in a Cell. Yeah, so we're all here at the we're all at like the arena or whatever, and then they go on the big screen and we see Timmy, you know, everyone's like, Oh shit, he's at the tap, blah blah blah. Next thing you know, he pulls out the shotgun and and, and uh, what's his name? Josh is sitting there like, what are you doing? And then you hear the thing go, boom. Yo, the entire arena was like, what the fuck? Know, and then they just cut away and keep going. It's like, whoa, whoa, what just happened? Oh, shit. He was almost, I got to go like, look for this. Yeah, like, for this. he was like, uh, he was like Kenny on South Park. Yeah, they, they turned him in. He was dropping, he was in like bathtubs, dropping fucking like uh, toasters in there. He was trying, he was going through wood chippers. They never paid the story off. Never paid it off, and now all that makes sense with that I, that tie-in of Kenny because everybody remembers Kenny dies every yeah. episode, so yeah. maybe that's what they were trying to take well, advantage of. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one one thing about this section, I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but there's one team on here that I like a lot, and that is the bar. I was a big oh, yes. fan of. I was a yes. really big fan of how Mick Foley set up that like tournament between. The two of them, and that they just went back and forth and had all those matches and then put them together, and they went on a run. They had a fucking cool entrance. They ended up gelling. Like, I was a fan of that shit. So I was, like, the glad th- to see them here, but I would have liked them a little higher. Well, but- the, thing I was, the thing I was really fond of with the bar, and I was really skeptical at first, was they were the ones. Two guys were feuding, came together as a team. That was the team that beat the New Day Street. Yeah. And yeah. at first I was like, oh, fuck no. Like, I was hoping it was going to be Gallows or Anderson or someone like that, right? But and in hindsight, you know, would we really want that now? No, not now. <laughs> but, but at the time, just seeing how Gallows and Anderson went, I wanted a legitimate tag team that was in the company. But because then, if you remember, a month later they lost it to Gallows and Anderson. But it was like so I was heated. But then they they made up for it because they ended up having a legitimate tag team run. Which is fair that they are the ones that beat the New Day. Like now that you look back on it, like the bar, like okay, they had what like three WrestleMania matches. Yeah, they yeah. had the ladder match when the Hardys returned. They had the one with Nicholas and Braun, pretty memorable one, and then the other one after with like Alistair Black, well Malachi Black, Ricochet. And don't forget the don't forget the ladder match too. Yeah, and yep. see, it, it, this this is another one. They are on this list, not because of Sheamus, but because of Cesaro. Multiple time champion with multiple partners and shit, you know? So, well, I think but he only again, has what? Oh, yeah, no, because sure, he had Nakamura too. I was going to say, I thought it was just Kid and Sheamus, but then he won with Nakamura too. But again, my issue, again, two singles guys that you threw together. Feeding against it, each other. They earned threw it. Together. I'll guys. give you that. I'll give you that. I don't hate on that when they do good. Like but they do. realistically, every tag team is two singles guys put together. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> see, see, this is my thing when it comes to those guys, right? Like when it comes to because I'm with you on the two guys thrown together thing because I'm yeah, not yeah. a fan of that. But when you're thrown together and you stay together for a long period of time, you develop a team name. You come out like like uh, you were saying earlier with uh, the entrance and everything, right? Yeah. It's like they turned into a team. Like we saw them, like like you said earlier, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll started give you that. with the feud. You know, yeah. the feud brought them together, and then not only did they stay together, but they were successful together. 
it worked. And for me, it's like like B Rob said, I give it more to Claudio than I do to to Sheamus because you know prior to WWE, he was part of the Kings of Wrestling with Chris Hero. You know what I'm saying? And they were another tag team guy, another tag team guy. So, you know what I mean? So like, to me, it worked. And I think he was kind of the glue that held the group together, even though Sheamus was more of the personality Cesaro made the team like gel. Like when you look at a lot of the tag team stuff, Cesaro was the one initiating the tag team stuff while, you know, Sheamus hit the big moves, but no, I give them two props. Like to me, I think they're properly placed on this list. Boy, Cesaro of a hot tag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. remember when he went around the whole ring and he was jumping yeah. on people and uppercutting people over the barricade? Yeah. And- <laughs> one of the things oh, I hate... Man. One of the things I hate when they put these, like, two random people together is the fucking half-and-half half entrance. Like, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah. It's like, play half of my music, and then the other guy walks out, and they play the other fucking... Jericho was notorious music. for that shit. It's, fu- it's, that shit. it's, it's funny awful. you say that, because I will say this. I honestly think Biz and Morrison should be a tad bit higher. Not out of the True. 20s, but a tad bit higher for what True. they did. They they yeah. got themselves over from going through ECW, going to the main roster, and even right now reuniting again, even though I think we can all agree we'd rather have Morrison do something different than being yes. with the Miz. When they are together, they are very entertaining. Yes. So, oh, top my man. I, so to you me, all I know feel like that. they should be a little hey, bit really higher up. on this list. Really oh, top right. my man. Hold tight, my man. Hold tight, my man. Y'all know how I feel about The Miz as a singles wrestler. But yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Oh, fuck you. But as a tag team, I give you that, Brian. That, like, Isn't yeah, he a two-time, t- two-time Grand Slam champion, The Miz? Two-time Grand Slam champion. Now, he he never been WrestleMania and won. Look, look he, is the, he is the first, the first two-time Grand Slam <laughs> Man's not hot. Man's never hot. But the one I wanted to get to before we move on to the top the 20, the Blackjacks. Nostalgia placement. I'm going to be honest here, and I don't want I, I, oh, I come off like a noob. I'm sorry if I sound like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But before I watched this, I had never fucking heard of the Blackjacks. Sorry. Blackjack Mulligan, and that was about it. You know, yeah, I've, I've heard, heard of the Blackjacks. I, I don't think they were overrated. We're also we're also not old enough to be honest with you. You seen yeah. the black and white Especially photo. Nick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had no fucking idea. Right. For real, like, yo, like we, you guys were all talking about Paul Orndorff earlier, like. Yeah, I know. Look, yeah, he was a, he was already retired when you was born. The Look, that's the thing. But that's <laughs> the thing. The nutsack when Orndorff was the, running around. The only thing hey, I yo. For is when they did Hogan's birthday and he came out and Eva Marie kissed him and then Brock Lesnar said, "Party's over, Grandpa." Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, you know, because uh, really random, really random quick. So I was scrolling through. Mandy Rose showed up on NXT. I don't know why, but she did. But not to wrestle, but she was scoping something out. Sorry, Ooh, that's it. Really, that's all right. She can show up. Well, yeah, I see. Hey, yo, good thing you, good thing you, your, uh, your room is hermetically and uh, sonically sealed. Yeah, <laughs> nobody can hear you. <laughs> but let's move on to the next, uh, to the top next 20. group. Yeah, the undisputed era. All right, yo, look this out! Is, look how small, look how small Kyle O'Reilly was. Yeah, was yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> I wow. I, I I love these guys. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The Soul Patrol, mm-hmm. Atlas and yeah. Johnson. Yeah. 
Toru Tanaka and Mr. Fuji. Now, I forgot about Tanaka. Yeah, but I re- I remember Mr. Fuji wrestled, but I, not not where I remember where I seen him. But I always I, knew he wrestled. Yeah, I never got to see Mr. Fuji wrestle. I only remember him as being the val- uh, the manager. Manager, absolutely. Yeah, the Steiner brothers. This is where I These really started to feel. Right here. This is where I really started to feel the list really get extremely disrespectful. Dude, yeah, isn't it nuts that that's Scott Steiner still <laughs> the rock and sock <laughs> the rock and sock connection? Yeah. The wild Samoans. Yeah. Look at that yeah. hair, baby. Look at that perm, son. Look at that hair, man. That perm and that porno bro. mustache. He's it's that's pin, he's that is pimp hair, bro. The, the rockers. These that was these these was my dudes right here. Yeah. Eh, I like them as a tag team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. the mega powers. This is just the money. Yeah, scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> the valiance. Okay. And demolition. demolition. Uh, this yeah, I, wow. I said it before, I said it before, and I'll say it again. Demolition deserves to be top ten. That's if top you're 10. talking that's, that's to me, if you're talking WWE, WWF, Mount Rushmore tag teams, yeah. they belong in that Mount Rushmore tag teams. My personal opinion. They should um, this. A, they should have pulled a goddamn um, uh, was that a uh, Ty Dillinger? They should have put them at number ten. Yeah. They had ten title reigns, right? <laughs> Uh, I get, no. no, no, they had less than that. All right, longevity reign. All right, cool. All right, never mind. My bad. Got my can, I, can I piss off the culture really quick? Yeah, go, go ahead. Tony Atlas and Rocky Josh shouldn't even be on this list. No, no, not at all. For anybody who knows the history of what occurred during their title reign, yeah. they didn't don't they deserve like, to be. Didn't they like hate each other or some shit? No, no. Here's the deal they only teamed about Three times with those titles. The night they won wow. it, one yeah. title defense, and, and the, the fact and the night that they lost it. Because during that time period in pro wrestling, you were only wow. allowed to have one black person in a territory at a time. So when WWE was doing shows, they were doing three shows a day. Tony Atlas was at one show, Rocky Johnson was at another show, and whoever else they had, whether it was JYD or Bobo Brazil, was at another show. So to me, their title reign is fraudulent as hell. The amount of time or the amount of days that they held those titles for, they weren't even together. They weren't even teaming. So to me, it's like it's a pointless title reign, and they shouldn't even make it to this list in my eyes. So with all due respect, and I know people get pissed off nowadays and, you know, race is a sensitive thing, but I'm sorry. As a black man, I can't attest to this. I can't I can't let y'all yeah. have this moment. I'm sorry. They, I, they don't belong on yeah. this list. Historical that was, that, value, that was, cool. That was diversity damn, placement. This wise, nah. Yeah, yeah. For what yeah, they did, yeah. cool. The first black tag team champions, I get it. And if you want to put them on the list for that, they belong in the bottom ten. They don't but belong. That was that was, that was all right. Damn it, Black Lives Do Matter. Let's put them back point. up on this list. Do you think? Because see, here I learned that I'm young, so I didn't know that they've only did that. So do you think they were like? They didn't think many people were thinking what you were thinking, like bullshit. They no, it's three times. It's no, it's pure, it's WWE. It's like yeah, like we said, historical. They, just for pure historical record, you know. Yeah, first black tag team. That's yeah, it. that's that's the only reason why they're on this list in my eyes. With all due respect, like I said, anybody who has. You know, because I always say this all the time when it comes to WWE. First off, they think we're stupid. They think we have short-term memory. 
when it comes to a discussion like this with people, I know, Nick, you are the younger one, but when it comes to fans who've been watching this for decades and stuff like that, we remember these things. You know what I'm saying? And it's not hard now, especially with the network, to go back and look up. You look up Tony Atlas and fucking Rocky Johnson. You see, like, this Who's much footage. You see, you literally see this much footage. With all due respect, I like I said, I'm sorry. If, if the New Day won the tag titles, right, and they had a one-year reign, but they had three matches. Do you consider them a successful tag team? No. Right. You know, so to me, it's like this is this is a for the placement where they are, where they like number eighteen or nineteen on the list. I can pull, let me see. You could you could have flop you could have flip flopped them with the bushwhackers. Yeah, you could have totally switched them with the bushwhackers, and I would have been okay. Like that's how I feel. Or the nasty boys, yeah. or even yeah. the smoking guns, or even you know DX or whatever. You could have yeah. flipped them at any point in time, and they don't like to me. Soul Patrol does not belong where they are. And a part of that too, in my opinion, it's Rocky's daddy. Yeah, it's Rocky's daddy. Tony Atlas is a supreme legend. He's a great too, but Rocky's daddy. Yeah. Bro, wait until uh, his what's his name's daughter. Pops up in the, the Rock's fucking... daughter, yeah. Oh, wait till so she comes out, bro. She's gonna be the fucking Charlotte Claire, bro. They're gonna Dude, push her I, I, Well, 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 bro. we'll see. We'll see about that because uh, we already have somebody trying to imitate the Rock right now in NXT. And uh, my man, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, LA Knight. That, that's the Rock's uh, boy. That's why. Okay, <laughs> I'm hearing. I'm hearing things. Huh? Uh, sexy time with Nick. La night. Yeah, they were oh, back back in the day when The Rock had a when he first started doing TV and shit like that. He had a show like years ago called um, The Hero, and yeah. uh, La Knight was a part of the show. He was one of the guys that was like part of the cast. It's like it was a game show to win money and stuff. So if you ever look that up, um, you'll see him on the show. He was an aspiring wrestler. He was working for like NWA Hollywood and shit at the time, and The Rock oh, kind of mentored him after the show. Word. But since Damn. Nick is in the bed, B Rob hit that music. It's sexy time with Nick, oh. and we got to talk about the Rockers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Rockers, <laughs> weak juice, rock and roll express. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When I was young, dumb, and impressionable, <laughs> I didn't know any fucking better or whatever. I thought the rock and roll express and the Rockers were the same shits. You would <laughs> like I didn't. I didn't. I never. I wasn't exposed to a lot of outside of WWF wrestling at the time. So it was just like, I heard the name and I thought it was the same shit just because like Legion of Doom and Road Warriors. I know that's the yeah. same motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. So I thought it was the same thing with them. Right. But in that kind, that same kind of thought goes into some of the honorable mentions in that like everybody was a express. Mm-hmm. It was either rock yeah. and roll, midnight. Midnight uh, or rock and roll express. Of, I, I thought yeah, all motherfuckers was the same. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, they was all the same country ass motherfuckers that uh you know, Confederate flag waving days of the, of wrestling when it was wrestling. Mm. Don't forget the rockers were the midnight rockers. Yes, yes, that's Originally, right. They were the it, was all, it was all about darkness. They they love like Paul Mooney said, rest in peace. Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be one. Mm-hmm. It was all about the darkness. <laughs> oh, the uh the Orient Express. <laughs> That had a white guy under a mask. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta keep those stereotypes going. But the Rockers, though, that was when I liked Shawn Michaels. I'm not going to lie. That was when I liked Shawn Michaels. Uh, I, I, you know, when they became HBK, Heartbreak Kid, and all that, that was when the character made me hate the man. But as the Rockers, let's also, I mean, just 
at the time, they can be perceived as one of the most innovative high flyers per se, even though, you know, there was a, a, a number of other individual wrestlers who were kind of, let's give props to Coco, Coco Ware. Boy, <laughs> Coco, man. Shit. Coco Ware. He would but, murder people with that missile drop kick, boy. <laughs> that and that brain but, buster, dog. Ugh. But the Rockers, the Rockers were the official. And he was just like murking people, dog. Like I, I love the Rockers growing up too. And when it comes to the Rockers being placed where they are on the list, I'm cool with that. Because if you think about it, they inspired yes. what we see today. Like their Hardy's style of tag team wrestling. True indeed. True indeed. Yeah, inspired what we see today. When we talk about like Young Bucks, when we talk about, you know what I'm saying, like um the Hardy Boys or Edge and Christian, they were offspring uh, offspring of the Rockers. Especially the Bucks right now, right this mm-hmm. minute. Oh yeah, they're Rockers two point right this is yeah, right this well who, who said Coco yeah. was a glorified jobber? Who Coco Facebook user, please expose your name or go to go who to stream Facebook on, user, bro. Yeah, go to Hold tight, my man. Hold tight. Whoever Facebook user is, please go to streamyard.com slash Facebook so we can see your name so you no, can expose you know, yourself you on these hot takes. He ain't even got to do all that or whatever. I mean, that's, that's too much stuff. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, you son of a bitch. Kick him out. He said Coco Beware equals QT Marshall. No, no. Oh, no, no, oh no. Wow. shit. Nice trolling. Nice trolling. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck out. Yeah, I got I got, I got some for that. Oh, yeah, no. nah, I, I ain't going there. And yo, but sidebar, sidebar, what is it about QT Marshall that people don't like this dude? I think he's a good promo. I think he's a good manager. But as far as he's a good wrestler, you want me to tell you, you know? what it is? It oh, was it's, it's my homie Ed. It's my homie Ed, and Ed is Ed is actually very official when it comes to wrestling. This is what I, I'll say I, about I QT. Right? This is what I'll say about QT. Right? Fucking, it was the booking of the storyline that he was just it. Like the like I said it to Eddie when this whole thing started, right? Because you know how Eddie loves to defend AEW, he's part of the militia, blah blah blah. Um they booked <laughs> that's my this man entire I'm with story it too. Line, they, they booked this entire storyline with Cody backwards. Like, why does he beat QT and then goes on to a go-go? It's like, no, you work your way up to QT. You have him yes. go through um you have him go through a go-go. Through you the, have him go through solo. Whole crew. Yeah, 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 you yeah, go yeah. through the whole crew before you get to the final boss. You don't beat the final boss and play the game in reverse. Like the way they booked this, and QT never got a win. He never pinned Cody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even though they got the tag win, he didn't actually pin Cody. So to me, it's like QT was set up to be like this Tony Soprano type boss, but hey. they undercut him at the very beginning. It's like it yeah. didn't make any sense. So in all, in all actuality, QB, QT should be like the top mid-card heel right now in the company. But I mean, they, well, they booked this way AW, wrong. AEW can have AEW can have a misstep right now, and that's okay because they're getting about ninety percent of everything else right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Let's we see. That. He said, he said, QT may be the leader, but he's still a job at the end of the day. Hey. And like I said, it was because of the book and the storyline. If yeah. he would have got wins over Cody at any point during that storyline. Head up, whether it was a strap match, whether it was um, I forgot what other they had like a street fight or something like that. Yeah. Any of those, it could have solidified him as being the guy. But we all know, right. as Kyle calls him, Triple C. Right. So, so speaking yeah. of jobbers, too, is you know Luther. 
Chris Jericho did that whole story about bringing him in and how they had their match 30 years ago and now they use him as the you know, dark, uh, you know, dark always uh, the good old boy connect, man. You, hey, ain't no, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. 30 you plus years work, in the he, ring he and you still work. going? There hey, you we, go. we, we said it on the show. Everybody, all the EVPs and even Jericho, they all got their friendly hires. You know, Jericho got Luther. But we'll never see. Uh, well, shit. I, I could be wrong because they, they got fucking pro wrestling tees and they got damn back pocket and shit. But you'll never see a QT Marshall pop vinyl or goddamn merchandise. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> true story. But to round this off, and then we could get to all the other shenanigans afterwards. Sorry, B Rob, I used your word. Um, <laughs> let's get to the last 10 of this list of WWE. This goes to show how great, great this list is that we're segueing AEW into the conversation anyway. <laughs> Well, shout okay. out to Eddie. I'm a, I'm a part I'm a part of that team AEW too. Shout out oh, to really quick before you continue, Demolition should definitely have been in this top ten list. I'm sorry we uh, haven't thought about oh, it, but I, damn it, they should have been here. Yeah. I man, listen, I I'm with you. Even over these brothers right here, which yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of nostalgia has been coming more out more and more recently over the Dynamite Kid, mm-hmm. but he was phenomenal. Go back and watch a lot of Dynamite Kid uh, stuff from back in the day. And he was as incredible as they say. And the Bulldog was just the, the powerhouse that he is. The, but as a tag team, yeah, this yeah. is a nostalgia hire, in my opinion, at 10. Yeah. Number nine, the Brothers uh, of Destruction. Uh, uh, I'm going to keep going. Thank you. New Age, New Age Outlaws. They should have been the higher. Usos. They should have been higher. <laughs> Legion, Legion. This was another one because this this stopped at the end of the second to last episode. This is where they ended. You want to talk about wanting to break a TV? But let me continue. Break, Rob. You want to break here and stop at six, and then we continue on. To okay, the top five? We'll go, we we could we yeah. could do that just like yeah, the episode yeah. did. Just right. like the episode did, we could do that. Go right ahead. All right, I'll say this when it comes to the 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 ten through five, right? Um, Bulldogs, I can understand why they're there because during that time period when WWE was trying to go international, they were a team that like really helped bridge that gap of them going overseas to the UK and stuff like that and having that market. You know what I mean? And obviously we all know the relationship with Brett and Stu and Vince during that time period. So the Bulldogs being in the top 10, I'm cool with that. Brothers of Destruction at nine, I'm actually cool with that too because they were just over as hell together. You know, because the storyline of them feuding was always great. But when they were together, Brothers of Destruction were tearing shit up for years. Uh, The Outlaws should be around six for me. If they're not in the top five, they definitely should be six. Because when we talk about the Attitude Era, of course, you know, being the most popular era of WWE, they were a draw within themselves. They kept tag team wrestling alive during that transition of Attitude going into where, you know, we're going to get in with the top five. Uh, introducing the Dudleys, Edge Christian, and all them. But oh, uh, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you say that at you any wrestling show, everybody call knows it. Somebody, the of Usos course. to me are perfect where they are, and LOD should have been lower. I'm sorry when you talk about their Ooh, WWE yeah. run. Yeah, they WWE, should have been WWF? lower. WWF, nah, fuck that player. Yeah, I, no, I, mm, yeah, because I personally was. I was mad that they weren't because to me again, Mount Rushmore, top three, mm. top three. But 
because of the WWE run, and we all know, Nick, you might not have been around alive yet at the time, Vince and them disrespected the Legion of Doom. First off, by bringing them in as the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Changing the name, trying to make it his, his, making it his property. But we still call them the Road Warriors. Still, yeah, most people call them. <laughs> most people, most people still call them the Legion of Doom because of they're more familiar with them in their WWF days, and their title reigns were pretty limited, if to be to be totally honest. So when when thinking about this again, Lou, like I'm actually not mad because this is the WWE list that they're at number six. Yeah, it's just it's it's hard because I I completely understand that I get it and I know you know I watched I was a big fan of WCW also so, but I just I'm sorry but when I think of tag teams the greatest tag teams. For me, Legion of Doom just—it's just—I don't know if it's the kid in me seeing surprise. those seeing them big giant dudes with the spikes and the fucking face paint. How they used to just beat the shit out of people—it's a nostalgia thing. It's a total nostalgia thing for me, bro. I—I I, I put them number one just off of nostalgia. Oh wow, honestly, yeah. And that, and me, and even in the WWE, Brian, they gimmick their shoulder pads and the spikes. Yep. <laughs> Here, here's the perfect example of the biased on this list, right? Remember earlier when I was talking about the Nasty Boys, when we're talking about the footage and the stuff that they were talking about with the Nasty Boys? Go back again and watch the Legion of Doom segment. What do they talk about more? Do they talk about the LOD run in WWE or do they talk about the Road Warriors career? They talk all about the Road Warriors career. They talk about them over in Japan. They talk about everything else. But the WWE run, yeah. aside from SummerSlam '92, riding in on those motorcycles, because who, because who the fuck want to talk about Draz, Drunk Hawk, and mm-hmm. goddamn Heidenreich? LOD, <laughs> yeah, you gotta count them too. You know what I'm saying? It's all part of the LOD act. So I'm sorry, with all due respect, when we're talking, like this is why I said it's a WWE list. If yeah. you're gonna tell us it's a WWE list. You should rank yes. them based on what they do in WWE. Yeah. You look at the record that the uh, Legion of Doom had in oh, WWE compared to the record that Demolition had in WWE. Two right. totally di- two totally different spectrums when you're looking at it. One list is long back. as hell, the other one's short. And especially let's if you go back to, to this. that for a lot of these older tag teams or whatever, if, you, if you're doing strictly WWF, WWE, Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't be on this list. It would be it's all new, tech, new teams. Let, let's hit this. Let's hit this comment from Ed though, because we, uh, you know, we made, we said what we said about the New Age Outlaws. He said, "I'm a stand, and they're not a top ten. They are by a byproduct of the nostalgic aspect of the Attitude Era people overhype." Now, I, 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 uh, I, I say that they overhype the Attitude Era only because they give the WWF. Almost all the credit for what ECW and the NWO sparked off. Mm-hmm. That's why you might not. I, I I will say the Attitude Era, but I really don't say the Attitude Era because I don't look at the WWE being responsible for what we had going on at that time. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, only because w- they bought out everybody. Yeah, and then anything <laughs> and- that WWF WWE did was always reactionary and never innovative. It was because somebody else right. did something and they were reacting to what they did. Yeah, you know? They did because, it on TV yeah. first. 
Mm-hmm. And 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 you want to tie that into what's what with what's going on today. It's a part of the reason why Vince can't get anybody over today because good thing for them, the crowds are coming back because now they have something to listen to. Now they're going to have the crowd to listen to. When they had motherfuckers in there, they never listened. (laughs) To a point, to a point, but when they did listen to the fans, that's how we got Daniel Bryan, and that's how we got Colton. That that was a hostile motherfucking takeover. Yeah, that was was, undeniable. They made well, that. They, they super made that happen. But, but I personally think that that's about to come back. To be honest then, with you, know, you. with Daniel Bryan, that wasn't back. solely on the crowd either. You know who um, put him over? Fucking John, motherfucking Cena. Mm-hmm. You know, John was the one that put Bryan in the spot. Or if you watch the if you watch the Bellas and know that he's married to one of them, and their mom dates Johnny Ace and. That could be another connection too, if you want to do that kind of conspiracy theory stuff. But I I know about that because my wife watches the Bellas and yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I address the whole attitude era thing real quick? Because go right ahead. Because it's it's a topic that like always drives me nuts, right? I equate pro wrestling to the music business, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm assuming we're all hip hop heads in here, right? We yeah. can all say current state of hip-hop here is my hip-hop company you know what i'm saying like the current state of hip-hop right now is yes these artists are making money hand over fist right it it doesn't it doesn't matter who it is they're all making money hand over fist when you talk about quality of the product horrible Mm -hmm. record sales stream yeah mainstream aren't going anywhere right but when we talk about you know the biggest stars in hip-hop we talk about who mainstream artists WWE's biggest period, including WCW, including ECW, was during that portion of the Attitude Era when they had the most eyes and they had the most viewership in that company. Yes, I understand today they're making more money than they ever have. But when you want to talk about the quality of the product, even though people say, you know, the matches weren't great during the Attitude Era, you know, some of the storylines were stupid. When a person walked through that curtain, Everybody. No matter who it was, whether Everybody. it was the main eventer or the opening act, Gotta that react. place went ape shit. Kai and Ty would come out. That place would go ape shit. Val Venus would come out. That place would go ape shit. There are stars that are on the roster to this day who wish they got a reaction the way that the New Age Outlaws did. And my and my Hello, perfect example racist. to that. My perfect example to that, uh, talking about how the New Age Outlaws aren't overrated and aren't over. Who, what tag team had a similar gimmick to the New Age Outlaws just about seven years ago? Oh yeah, Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass. Mm-hmm. What happened the day they debuted on Monday Night Raw, walking out to the Dudley Boys, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, my name is Enzo Amore, oh, and boy. I am a certified G. Yeah. And the entire oh. crowd. Knew the words. Oh, yeah. What yeah. about that one episode of Raw when Enzo didn't even have a mic and he was yeah, and the crowd said along. That means you're over. I'm sorry. When people say that the Attitude Era was overrated, trust me. Go back and watch the shows. Match quality, it ain't the best in the world. But the people that are in that ring, or the fans that are in those buildings, were never sitting on their hands. Never. But that place was but, always rocking. And people but, and, and really quick before you continue, I just want to say yeah, this one yeah, more yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, people okay. talk about the attitude era, it's because WWE, like you said earlier, won the war. Mm-hmm. We're only calling it attitude era is because WWE is calling it the attitude era. And 
facts, and it goes back to what B-Rob said, all because the WWE was more reactionary. Yes. Than proactive. If it they just kind of mimicked. Yeah, if it wasn't for WCW and all those other companies making waves and shit. Oh, they we, were still... We, they would, the Gobbity Gooker will probably be a professional wrestler. Now. <laughs> the Gooper. The Goo. Fantasma. We, have, we, still, we remember these people? The Repo yeah. Man. All the yeah. motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the ECW zombie. <laughs> that was after, though. Yeah. About my man, uh, Beaver, Beaver Cleavage. But Ed, we did, and we mentioned that Ed, if it wasn't for the ECW, there is zero attitude error. Exactly. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Because that little old company down in South Philly sparked a revolution like none other. Change the business. Yep. He said, the goon, come on. <laughs> I, I Man, mean, hey. You know who was they did, for- they- you know who was over for me as a kid? I, I I dug the shit out of him, and when he got his first victory, I I fucking I, I flipped my shit. Goddamn Barry Horowitz! A hundred percent, yo. I I was all for that. I would definitely. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it always used to crack me up when Bobby Heenan would call him Barry Horowitz. <laughs> that was the fucking funniest shit in the world. Yeah, but that 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 whole that whole like pre. "Quote unquote pre ninety six era WWE that might be a conversation for us one of these days, man. That that pre like he he mentioned the gobbly gooka when uh when 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 Bret Hart was the one who was the flagship hold the flag holder. Which also you let's if you want to talk about turning the tables on the WWE, Bret Hart deserves more roses than people give him. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, man! That, put, that, put that he made people put that comment up on the oh, screen. Right oh, there. oh, yeah! Talking about quote unquote WWE jobbers who were legends before jobbers. Mm-hmm. I am Mike Sharp. Yep, yep. No, no, mm-hmm. the one above that one, the one above it. Put that one on the screen. There it is. <laughs> Barry motherfucking Horowitz. I need to put Ed, a hand. You, my- and Ed, Ooh, you in Brooklyn? Hey, you in Brooklyn, yo? You in Brooklyn? Not the bar- not the Brooklyn brawler. <laughs> not the, in the old school Yankees pinstripes with the red outline lettering. You know what? You know what? I always talk about crisp high fives. That's my next shirt. I'm gonna put the hand. So wait, on the... so wait, we gonna give props to the brawler, but we ain't gonna give props to knuckleball Schwartz. No, we we just gonna pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> wow. oh, you talking about the <laughs> day on the war? If, like if we go in there, if we go in there, we go in the Bastion Booger and Mantar too. But oh. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> and, and that's a part. And that's a part of the the pre ninety six. We got it. One of these days, we might have that conversation. Put some respect on Man Mountain Rock, by the way. <laughs> before Elias came out, that boy. Sorry, was Nick. Sorry, Nick. This is all before you was in diapers, Husk. brother. Husk. 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 <laughs> the berserker, yo! I'll never forget. He tried to kill the other taker. Tried to stab. Yeah, he got to stab him. Ring. Place with the sword, man. <laughs> I will never forget. I was like, oh shit! He tried to kill him. And how about, I mean, you want to talk about omissions, even though they mentioned them in an honorable mention? Undertaker, almost trying to kill him. Men on a mission. Oh, yeah. oh shit, Mabel. they didn't make the list. Wow, dude. They didn't Mom make the list. Make the list? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mo, Mo and Mabel did not make the list. Mo, oh, wait, wow. my bad. Mo, Oscar, and Mabel. Yeah. But let's move on. <laughs> <sighs> Disgusting. Top five. Disgusting. 
I don't even want to click through the rest of this. I just, I, I, fuck it. I'll get my man, you know, whatever. Take my man card away. But these brothers here, man, I, I could just stare at this picture for forever because this is the oh. greatest tag team ever. Wait, Rob. Oh. Wait, Rob. Oh, oh talk, my man. Rob, we should be the Dudleys. Oh, we're going to be the Dudleys? <laughs> You're not fat enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's keep going to the rest of this hey, depressing I'm, I'm top Italian five. And, hey, I'm Italian, and so is Bully Wright. We're good. Okay. Go. So, so wait, 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 wait. Another sidebar. Did you celebrate with the Italian flag on your car after they won the Euros just the other day? I went, I went nuts during that game. Okay. Okay. Right. Why don't you guys go as the F- you guys can go as the FBI? <laughs> oh shit! The full oh man! Oh man! Shout out to Staten Island and uh, uh Johnny the Bull. No, not Johnny the Bull. What the fuck was his name? My man, the uh, ballhead dude. No, the ballhead. Oh, Vito. Yeah, Vito. big Vito. Vito. Shout out my father. My big father used Vito. to umpire softball games. He used to play in back in the day. Oh, big Vito sure. from Staten Island. Shout outs to him. Didn't Vito but, wearing a dress so later on? Though? Yeah, yeah, they did uh, do that to him. Him and but hey, hey, they should have made him a tag oh team. Oh my god, yeah, they put him in. But a hey, yo, bro, what was it? The head up? What was? What was the um? What was that? That 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 uh that punk group that was in the WWE? The headbang, headbangers. The headbangers, yeah. Who yeah, I believe did not make this list. Yeah, yeah they were them. pretty damn good for their time. I got them here. Yeah, honorable yeah. mention. They yeah. they wore dresses too. Kilts, got yeah, they wore kilts. Dress. That's different. Shit, they had That's fucking different. cone titties at one point. That they did. Shout what? out to Madonna. Number five. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Titty meets, titty meets, Bob. Titty, titty meets, meets, titty meets, titty meets. <laughs> but the rest of this list, number four, three. Yeah, greatness right there. Two, one. Oh, damn. It just skipped over the. They didn't want to let the black man win. They didn't show the damn new day. <laughs> they didn't show the new day. So but anyway, the new popularity. Here's where I'm gonna go ahead, Nick. Out here. I started watching in like '98. I was the biggest Hardy Boy mark probably on planet Earth, like planet fucking Earth. Like I, like so Junko G- jeans and uh, <laughs> I had a I pair, man. Wanted to be Je- I never I wanted did. To be Jeff Hardy. So I'm not mad at that. The child in me is not mad at number two, <laughs> but. I understand, but if, if we had to go off what they had, number one, I'm going Dudley's. Two, I'm keeping the Hardys at two, in my opinion. I am. Like I said, fanboy, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. You can have yours. Number three, I'd probably go Heart Foundation still. Four, I'm trying to think who I'm missing. Okay, let me get back to the rest. Because I don't even know if I... You got E&C and, C and uh, The New Day. Mm-hmm. Say again? You got E&C and, C and oh, The New Day. New Day and then E&C. See, for me, I was not the biggest Edge and Christian fan. But they, won e- but they won everything. Yeah, they, they won everything. They won three TLC matches and they won all three. I was salty every goddamn time. But for me, in this list, they would be top ten... Not just because of personal bias, they would be top ten, but not 
over the Dudleys. That's the disrespect alone for the Dudleys yeah. in this list is just Testify. immense. Okay, so Testify. would you put, would you put the Usos over Edge and Christian? Yeah. I personally Fair. would. No, I personally would. Not cuz of hate, but just see what these have, they have done. Granted, I believe Edge and Christian and the Hardys are so high because as b mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. WWE cre- WWE creations in a way. Mm-hmm. Number 2, the TLC matches. Mm-hmm. They gave some of the most mem- the biggest memories in the quote-unquote attitude era of the WWE. I mean, other than the that, New Day being here, honestly, it should be the freaking Hardys, Dudleys, and um, the fucking uh, Edge and Christian should be one, two, and three. Not in that order, but one, two, and three. Agreed. Just based off of that alone. <laughs> if Yeah, but tag team wrestling has always kind of been more than that, but in the WWE scope of things... Mm-hmm. It was seems like ever since the TLC run that they had, tag team wrestling kind of also took the slow, steady decline. Like it's like they set the standard, and now nobody else can can oh. dare think to try to match that because we're not going to allow you. And that's kind of disrespectful in my way, in a way. And that's kind of where the disrespect in a little bit towards tag team wrestling as a whole in that company also has been a problem. Again, Shit, talking back to talking, yeah, talking back to them having to throw two singles guys together to make teams just to try to represent a tag team division. And instead of respecting the tag teams that you have that could be over, if you allow them to get over, especially nowadays and stuff, and and actually give something. Or even nowadays, like I barely hear anything about tag team belts, you know, in, in action. And, and it's more that's my problem with it. And yeah. this is where, like, the New Day conversation comes into play for me. With all due respect to the New Day and the Usos, right? Look at the amount of tag teams within the WWE, all right? Then divide it in, in half because you got a Raw roster and you got a SmackDown yep. roster. Yep. The only reason the New Day and the Bar and the Usos are on this list is because they fought each other. If you really think about it, what credible tag teams were going were doing anything during their time period as champions? Right. Aside from those three, you can't name another tag team during that era because there really aren't any tag teams. You have a lot of, like you said, makeshift tag teams. Mm-hmm. For me, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardys, like like B Rob said, should be one, two, and three, based on the fact that that was the most popularity and the most light ever shined on tag team wrestling in WWE. And it all goes back to not even TLC. It really goes back to the tit. And I don't know how many of y'all remember the tit. Yeah. (laughs) The Terry Invitational Tournament. Yep. Back when Edge and Christian and the quote-unquote brood were feuding over Terry Reynolds. You know what I'm saying? And they had the batch where they had to climb up the ladder and grab the money. Then you go to the street or the tables match with the Dudleys and the Hardys. And that spawns off to the three-way ladder match at WrestleMania 2000. Then you go on to a year later where you have TLC. Then you have TLC 2 and TLC 3. During that time period, you have the Dudleys, you got the Hardys, you got Edge and Christian, you got the Outlaws, you got the APA, you had Eminem. you had the end of, I'm sorry? Eminem. Eminem, that was around during that time. You had fucking um, 
the hooligans ending their uh beginning their run you had teams like uh or hell you had even the the feuds going on with the nation and los Paniquas and all this stuff like there was a period there where there was depth to the tag team division and those three teams stood out above everybody you know what i'm saying and when it comes to you know placing the order with all due respect to the Hardys, I understand that they were a popular act in WWE, so I can see why they moved them above Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. But I would have Edge and Christian at two, the Hardys at three. The only reason I give Edge and Christian two is, like you said, Dan, earlier, when it came to those matches, they were winning. They were getting all the wins, whether it was 2000, the TLCs. Edge and Christian would get the win whenever those teams would fight. But when you want to talk about the whole landscape of tag team wrestling – the Dudley boys are the standard no matter where you go. I'm sorry. When it comes to tag team wrestling, they can adapt to any style. And I've said this thousands of times on our show. They can adapt to any style. They can work with any team. If you want to have a straight up tag team match, they can out tag team you. If you want to have a hardcore match, they can out beat your ass. If you want to have a good old fashioned like mixed tag match, these dudes would do it all. You can put them in with heavyweights. You can put them in with junior cruiserweights. You can put them in with any combination of a team, and they worked well with them. They know how to sell for the bigger guys, and they know how to sell for the smaller guys. And when you look back at the history of what the Dudleys were, you have a beast in Devon, as history shows, never gets tired. And you have a guy with a a brilliant wrestling mind in Bully Ray. So for me, I'm sorry, like you said earlier, the disrespect that the Dudley boys were even five killed this entire list for me. But like I said at the beginning of this, it's Vince McMahon's God complex. Based on the fact that he created Edge and Christian, that he created the Hardy boys, I see why they're placed where they are. Mm-hmm. And with all, and no disrespect to the New Day, but the caliber of competition they were competing against doesn't compare to what the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardys did. Also, to, to go, I guess, with or against your point or whatever, we talk about the Usos, the New Day, and uh, what was another tag team? The Bar. You, the Bar. Mm-hmm. They all faced each other. Mm-hmm. But we could say that, yeah, but every time they faced each other, it was always a fucking banger, though. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I'm not taking, I'm, trust me, I'm not taking away when I say that. And I'm it was just, just saying, like, because like, we, can, we can just put this into a, a different scenario with something else. We can say, like, all right, uh, oh, Drew McIntyre is facing Bobby Lashley again. We don't want to see that shit. But if we said, the Usos is facing the New Day again. We like holy shit because we know what they're going to deliver. <laughs> you know, right, so. right, right. But also knowing what what they deliver, mm-hmm. the Hall Foundation at three, I am not mad at. One, it was kind of a nostalgia pick in a in some respects, but two, them as a tag team was incredible, and. Anvil with that fucking memorable. laugh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the pulling of the beard. And but one of the most memorable finishes in the heart attack, uh, the pink and black. Mm-hmm. What they did in that late 80s, early 90s was incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Now, is this penance? Is this penance for trying to smooth over Bret Hart over the years for the whoa, I'm whoa, sorry, whoa, I fucked you? Hold up, hold up. Look at the top of Nick Bayard. Oh shit! So you you mean to tell me you fucking under Jesus? You you in there having sexy time under Jesus in your room? Kenny G, there, Nick. You nasty motherfucker. That's that's straight saxophone, Kenny G, up there. What you talking about? Gang banging. Uh, 
Not gang, gang banging. banging. Gang banging for Jesus. Every time Nick is finished, that's shit good. <laughs> and then high, and then high fives it. <laughs> Man, Jesus is hanging over your bed. It's like I would clap for you right now, player. But uh, you know, what right now. <laughs> see, what see, see the way these hands are set up. <laughs> no, we Nothing. was just clowning on <laughs> chilling. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> Will you listen back to it? Listen back to it yeah, after we'll I upload it later. No, I'm just saying I like when the um the Heart Foundation they had. I remember when they had the powder blue baby. Mm-hmm. The powder blue gear. Short period of time. Mm-hmm. But overall, though, I mean, we kind of you, Brian B. Rob, y'all made y'all like corrections to this top five. Lou, if you were to correct this top five before we get into your should have never been list, if you were to correct this top five. I mean, uh, like, so again, I got LOD as number one because I just, uh, I'm fanboying over that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because like this list is so, it's so stupid because there's no like actual rules. It's just like they did, they put whoever they want and they did whoever they want. So it's like, do you go by title reigns? Do you go by longevity? Do you go like it's? I'm basically going off of like who comes into my head like emotional wise. And I went LOD one, Dudley's two, Heart Foundation three, Steiner Brothers four, New Day five. That's full nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's I, I, that's I, a childhood I, list. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like when I think of tag teams, like those are the teams that I think of. And based, it's like, on that, based on that list, I can see Lil Lou sitting around with his WWE action figures in a little wrestling ring and making them <laughs> even better, even better, even better. I see Lou with a calculator trying to figure out Scott Steiner's math and TNA. <laughs> <laughs> I did it yesterday. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Nick. How did he remember all that shit, man? That was freestyling. That was freestyling. That was that was as bad as Foxy Brown's math on the firm affirmative action track. Divided by two times eight. Now you got thirty-two. What you gonna do with all that in her knees? But Nick, any 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 corrections to this top five for you? Yeah, who would your top five be? Pretty much mine. Uh. Dudley's one. You got Jeff Hardy hey, hanging oh, over the bed right now. What I miss? <laughs> Damn, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna do yeah. that. Yeah, I said you got. <laughs> I said you got Jeff Hardy hanging over your bed right now, so he's watching you pick. Hell yeah! <laughs> no, I, I got, I got Dudley's one. I'm probably putting Harlem Heat at number two. Uh, wow, they ain't on the list, Nick. Huh? They ain't on the list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said, Rob said tell him that he had my top I, five. I just, yeah, I was no, correcting the top five. If you, I, if yeah, you I said if you were correcting the top five for you, I like I said yeah. for you, from yeah, what, what based on what based on what they have, on, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Thank, you, thank you, thank you. No, just the five, their top yeah, five so, from, yeah, I thought I did that earlier. I said, I'm keep, I'm doing Dudley's Hardy's Heart Foundation New Day Edge and Christian. Right, right. You you actually did say that first. So my bad, my you're bad. Right, you're right. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's what uh, that's what uh, that's what. Hey, 
I think I think the man upstairs above you in your head right now seeing all that action already. Hit the button, Bob B. Rob. <laughs> Sexy time. <laughs> That's right, ladies. And Welcome to Nick's bedroom. Every night. You're listening to the gentle touch. I acknowledge the tribal chief. Of- of Jeff Hardy. Roman Reigns on the wall. And then you got he got a, he got a shirt. He got a shirtless Roman Reigns too. It's to autographed. I see the baby oil there too. I see the baby oil. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, baby. But the queen, hey, hey, but the Queen Liv Morgan's on top though. Hey now, oh, hey, that's hey. what I'm talking about. Right. That's see, what I'm you talking got some. You got something for the whole family. You got <laughs> Jesus to bless the union over the bed. <laughs> then he got Roman Reigns for the lady, and then he got Liv Morgan for him. There you <laughs> go, see? And 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 it's the Roman Reigns that gets him in the room. How about that? Ah, mm. Hey, you want to come wow. and some travel chief with me or what? <laughs> 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 Do you want to see the head of my table, baby? Yeah. <laughs> How about you give me but, under the table, baby. Like, that's right. right Acknowledge but, me. <laughs> Acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> But yo, before we get into their omissions list and their uh, honorable mentions list, I want to get into Lou's list of who should have not been here. Mm-hmm. So read oh, them all. Shit. Read them all off. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so I don't know why. Uh, I mean, honestly, Xbox and Kane. I, I don't. Why the fuck do they need to be on this list? I really, you already got Kane on here with uh, Team Hell No, so now you got Kane again with X-Pac. Like, that team didn't, I, I don't see the purpose. Evolution, no. <laughs> uh, DIY, I do like that tag team, but if you're going to put a tag team from NXT on there, he made a very good argument for Ascension. They definitely could have gone with Ascension, or I would have gone Revival, or, you know, you could have thrown a dice up in the air and pick the fucking NXT tag team. Jericho? Fuck Gotta that. Go. Yeah. Uh, the Ro- uh, now, this one, I don't know. Rock and Sock connection for me, I was never a big fan of that pairing. Love the Rock, love Mankind, but the two of them together, I know that they were, like, popular and shit, but I just... Yeah, it was fun. I, do, I, do, I they, it was yeah. fun. do they still have the highest rated segment of all time, though? Yep. The, this is your life? Yep. Yeah, this is, okay, I was I Man, it was a fun team though. It was a fun team, but to be so high on the list just because they were a fun team, nah. I'm yeah. with you, Lou. Yo, yo, Nick, yeah. I was in a, I was in Camp Lejeune and I was riding by one of the barracks and I was uh pulling up my phone. And you know, usually yeah, anybody can detest the distance. Like if you come by certain spots, how the Wi-Fi thing will pop up and ask you to connect. I was driving by one of the barracks in Fritch Creek and the Wi-Fi joint popped up and the name on the on the server. Was rock and sock connection. <laughs> oh, shit. That's kind of dope, though. That's kind of dope. Nice. And it smells like dope. shit in French Creek. Oh yeah, shit creek. <laughs> shit creek. Who you? Who else you got on there? I believe that was it. And you guys made a really good uh, argument for Soul Patrol too. So I kind of put them on the bubble because. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even yeah. know all the history about them, so it's like they, they didn't have to be on there either. Mm-mm. True indeed. But, but now I'm gonna go through. Three, four, oh my bad, five, my bad. Six. That's out of the fifty teams. I took six teams off. That and they could 
they could be replaced with any 11 of these teams. I, or my, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 teams. My bad. They could be replaced by at least 10 of these 14 teams, in my opinion. Okay. This is what they decided to show in the top five episode of the greatest tag teams ever, according to them. <clears throat> Harlem Heat. Yeah. The fabulous free the fabulous Freebirds, mm-hmm. RVD and Sabu, <clears throat> the Outsiders, mm-hmm. the Koloffs, Doom, Steamboat and Youngblood, Sting and Luger, Levon Eriks, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, the Hollywood Blondes, the Horsemen. And I purposely skipped over this name because it actually highly impressed me that they gave these brothers props. The Eliminators. Ooh. And, and if if I wanted to throw in one more that they also forgot that was the ECW team was the Pitbulls. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Elim- can- go, go back and watch Eliminators versus Pitbulls match. Who's the East- Pitbulls? Yeah. Did they always yell Dale, Mr. Worldwide? <laughs> Dale, Dale, Dale. Worldwide. See, I wish, I, I wish my button thing worked because I actually got a, a Mr. Worldwide thing on my thing. I'm telling you, I didn't, I didn't catch a lot of ECW, but like, what I've always seen in highlights is that daggone, the Eliminators fucking up a motherfucker with that damn kick-sweep combo. <laughs> it's it's pronounced total elimination. <laughs> Joey Styles always said it like that. Where is Joey Styles? See, there it is. Look, you popped up in the chat. Who was in it? Yeah, the elimination was the shit. But, but okay, can, can I just be serious for a minute? First off, this list is bullshit, right? How the fuck Techno Team 2000 not on this list? <laughs> Where the fuck is High Voltage? All right. LOD 2000, son. For real. Like, how, how did they not make this list? I had to troll. I'm sorry. Impact players. They... Yes. Impact players. Where the oh. primetime players? Oh, I... bro. Yeah. Where's the twin prime time? Where are the twin towers? Big Bus Man and Where's Akeem. The B- yeah. Where's the B team? Mm. Oh, yeah. Where's the B team? Go, go, go. Yo, I don't oh, care. Shit, that, shit over, that shit was over as fuck with me. B-team, B-team, go. No word of a lie, Eddie Ortiz on the show is obsessed with the B-team. And he's so... Three count. Three count. Oh, yeah. Respect three on three count. count. Love Tank three Abbott count. with Tank Abbott as the hype man, as the, the groupie. <laughs> I don't, that, that's what solidified it for me. Like, the song was all right. It was kind of catchy but annoying. But when Tank Abbott's out there... Mm-mm. Well, wait. Yeah, three count, three count was... Three count was a young AJ Styles too, right? No, no, he wasn't a part of that group. It was Evan Courageous, Shannon Moore, and uh, Hurricane. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, they were as yeah as individuals, they absolutely were awesome. But it was just that gimmick WCW. I mean, I love WCW at the time; it worked. But yeah, but this omissions list, not I'm calling it an omissions list. This was their honorable mentions. Yeah, all oh, not WWE, you mentioned WWE teams, <laughs> except for again the Brainbusters. Yeah, yeah, technically, right. which I don't like to call them the Brainbusters. I like to just call them Arn and Tully or Tully and Arn. You know, but they, 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 again, the rest of these you bought their territories. 
Mm-hmm. Absorb it into your history. I could give you I could give you if you left Doom off, but if you want to talk about black tag teams Amen. and great black tag teams, Amen. Doom belongs up there. We, I um, mean, Doom belongs bro, up there over the Soul Patrol. And I, know. This, this is this is revisionist history, man. They they, they use that shit when it's convenient to them. Yeah. What was that, Lou? We just went into the Matrix real quick. We just went into the Matrix real quick. Um, yeah. Wait. They left off the Rougeau brothers. Fabulous Rougeaus. Yeah. Yeah, they the left Rougeaus, off the Rougeaus. They left off the, the, Ori- the Orient the Express, the fucking Rougeau brothers, the Headbangers, the Colossal. The Mounties. The Brain yeah, No, the Mounties were there. Oh, the Mounties, that's the, the Mounties were there. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they're the See, Quebecers, that's yeah. what I was remember, talking about. The Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express. But all hold this on. Shit saying to me. Yeah, and remember, they are not the Mounties, as they said often. Yeah. <laughs> you know who else they, they not... forgot? What's uh, Brock Lesnar and fucking Shelton Benjamin's name in OVW? Oh, the Minnesota oh, wow. Stretching Crew? Yeah, how do you forget them? Oh, hey, what about... Real, uh... quick, real quick, not tag team related. What y'all think of Brock Lesnar's new look? It's I think hair. it's kind of hot. He looked like a bitch. I said it. Did y'all notice though he looked behind him though to see if Paul Heyman was gonna come and uh introduce him for him? <laughs> he ain't gonna be at SummerSlam. Oh, I'm gonna be depressed because Rob, it's gonna happen. Goldberg. Uh, I don't, don't want that. Oh, that, bro. Why? Yeah, I don't want <laughs> but I mean but we forgot at, we forgot public enemy too, man. We forgot public Ooh. enemy. Yeah, yeah. But let's look at but one of these teams I want to look at, and I'm surprised they didn't add them in is the Hollywood Blondes. Stunning Steve Austin. Stunning Steve. And I was a fan of Stunning Steve before the Stone Cold turn. Stunning Steve was incredible too. Then coming to the ring doing this shit. What was he the uh after that he was what the uh the ringmaster. The ringmaster. The ringmaster. The fuck out of here. Hey, that worked. Like Don't you boo public enemy? <laughs> nah, yo, I, I get public, I like public enemy, enemy was able to work. Yeah, I mean they worked great. Nick, they gave Nick. a lot of great good matches. They just wasn't like a that spot tag team. What no, up, I was in Fort Leonard Wood when I was a when I was a student back in uh 2000. Public oh. Enemy came on base and they did a show. At the freaking gym, a rap show? No, like a wrestling show. Oh, and Dago, I, can, I, I only remember this because like Gangrel was there too, and um, they pulled out the table because you know Public Enemy was like a, a rip off Dudley Boys and shit. They always brought yeah. out tables and trash. No, cans they actually did it first. Bullshit. They were the first ones to do it. What? You right? Maybe they physically stunk right. Ed. <laughs> Maybe right. it was like Beotus. Beotus stunk. Oh, here Thank you go. You Another one. Me. But um, I remember they pulled out the table and shit, and uh, one of the the I guess like the gym custodians or whatever, or they're trying to stop them because it wasn't one of the the wood tables. It was like a no shit hard on fucking table table or whatever. So the dude is like actively trying to stop them from using the table or whatever, and to the point to where. He stood up on the table and started jumping up and down on it to show them that this shit is solid. And you ain't put nobody <laughs> through it. And all they did was like kind of hey. br- brush him off, put the dude on there, and they hit him with a trash can, and then that was the end of the match. I, I gotta, I, 
Okay. All he had to do is watch. All I was gonna say is, as far as tables, all he had to do is watch Japanese wrestling. None of them little thick ass one by one tables that they had looked like you should have went through them. No, but them exactly. bitches snapped. <laughs> I got I got one more tag team to throw in there, and this is a serious one. Um, in the late nineties, early two thousands, anybody who watched WCW, one of my favorite favorite tag teams was Chronic. Oh, oh shit. yeah, they Chronic, were dope, bro. Chronic was the Who's that shit. Like a, Adam Clark and a trench coat. It was Brian Brian Clark, the dude that was crushed, right? Yep, yeah. Brian Clark and Brian Adams. Yeah. So, oh no, no, I'm think no, no, I wasn't thinking of them. I was thinking of Palumbo and 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 I forgot who was it? Yeah. And O'Hare. 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 yeah. Those dudes. Yeah. Those what about dudes? New Breed. Yeah. What, what what about Raph and Mortis, man? <laughs> I give it up to them, but if that nah, was just a terrible too. gimmick days, yeah. but but now nah, Palumbo and O'Hare though, like talk about great big men. Mm-hmm. Those dudes were phenomenal. And Chuck let's Columbo not from Rhode Island. And let's not Island. sleep yeah, on yeah. Sean Sean Stasiak either. Yeah, Sean Stasiak was, was that was uh who was the dude that teamed up with Scott Norton and they were like Night Train. What was his? I can't remember his fucking name. Scott Norton yeah, yeah. used to team up with this big black dude. They call ice, train. Ice, ice train, train. Ice, ice train, ice train, right? Yeah, yeah he's a heavily fun. forgotten dude, also. You know, yep. Ice train, you know what I'm you saying? Cooking them seeds like a pound of bacon. I think Billy and Chuck should have been on this. Billy, you and know Chuck, something? I actually, you know what, Nick? You know what? Now that yeah. you mention it, I agree with you on that. I think Billy and Chuck should have made this list. Way at the bottom. Oh. Y'all, y'all can boo, but you know something? They were one of the most talked about acts. They were a multiple-time tag team champion, and they had one of the most memorable skits on, on SmackDown. So I, oh, I, I'm not gay. Yeah, like, I'm hey, not either. We're not gay. <laughs> and that what, whole thing though, with uh, is... Eric Bishop took the mask off and did that shit. That whole shit was crazy. Yeah. No, it was, it was a popular was segment. Wild. But just to uh, close hey, this guys, out, gotta, though, because this was fun. Yeah, I was about to close this out though, but since we talk about memorable stuff though, we got we got to talk about this here. We got to bring up memorable. <laughs> oh man! Oh no! Oh no! In the limo. <laughs> We're about to go to the game room. Hold on. Now, if any of y'all remember, I put it up in the wrestling and trash uh, 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 page where I made the video saying this is this is what Hawk seen when Tuco Scorpio attacked him in North Korea. <laughs> wow. Look how fat Triple uh, H was. I'll stop the video. Oh, shit. <laughs> he said, look how fat Triple H was. But I'll stop it at that, just because it's that piece of comedy. I forgot that video was pretty long. I just wanted to play Two Cold Scorpio's bad theme music, but that brother was a bad brother since we was on reminiscing. But anyway, since we got to go, we got to get out of here, and I got to kick y'all out of my office. Nick, since you had to run and make sexy time above Jesus, or below Jesus, you go first. Final shout-outs. Uh, that was a great time today. Follow me on social media at that name. Nick he robs and you right next to him. Word. Pause. Uh, hey. <laughs> um, 
This is your boy, B-Rob, host of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. You can find me on Twitter at 3RShow and uh, Instagram at The3RShow. Uh, we're doing wrestling this trash uh, this Sunday. I don't know when this is coming out, but we do, we're going to be talking about uh, Money in the Bank. So all of you all welcome to come by who are here presently. And uh, uh, shenanigans. Two o'clock, two o'clock, and titty me, two o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Eastern. I might be able to be there, definitely for the titty me. We got, we got a, uh, (laughs) we got a, we got a dude coming on the show. I'm a TikTok guy, you know, I'm young, but uh, (laughs) yeah, he got, he he, he got uh, narcolepsy boys, his name, but he got like 400,000 followers on TikTok, kind of cool to me. That's a lot of motherfuckers, that's a lot of people, bro. That's dope. I got one video on my TikTok that's got over 18,000 views because I was talking shit about something in this game called Friday Night Funkin' where the character boyfriend gets blue balls when he loses. Yes. (laughs) There's little blue balls that flash. But Lou from the BX. Lou from the BX, man. Host of the Everything Podcast. You guys, if you want to Check me out. You can go to the Everything Podcast page on Instagram. From there, you can hit my bio link. Everything is on the link tree. You can hit up the merch store, go to the website, check out the podcast on any streaming platform. Or if you're choosing, new episode will be up on Friday. I'm going to be talking some shit. Join me, man. Lou, the most public, private person ever. <laughs> so I got so much shit to say, and I, I like the vocabulary to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brian, and I found the video real quick. I'll show y'all after Brian goes. All right. Uh, again, you can catch us at a UWO podcast on Facebook. We go live every week. Uh, UWO 401 on Twitter. Uh, we haven't really been on the Twitter that much, but the best way to catch us is on Facebook. Uh, I am on TikTok as, uh, TikTok as well, UWO Brian 401. I got a video with 39,000 views. Uh, it's usually just me messing with the woman. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, just holla at us. We, we always available. Yes, sir. Most now, player hat let me... in the game right there. Huh? Most player hat in the game right there. Right. <laughs> oh, here we go. Whose is this? Out of the blue box. This ball's just blinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Finn Balor. Yeah. You know. I got a video on TikTok too. It doesn't have nowhere near anything that y'all was talking about, but it was me um, at this little thing for my kid. And I was like, Hey, y'all find the black people here. And it was just like a few of white people and just me and my kid there. Do <laughs> you like to play count the pepper too? I do that all the time. <laughs> That's what you call it? Yeah. Count the pepper. All right. I'm going to yep. start using that. But with that being said, as y'all just saw the TikTok, follow it. Follow it at the Starting Five Podcast. Make sure you're following the Star Five Podcast.com. The Star Five underscore podcast on Instagram. Fuck Twitter, but it's at the Starting Five Podcast. No, the Starting Five TMT, I believe. I don't remember because fuck Twitter. Um, and yeah, make sure y'all join the Starting Five Facebook group, please. It's an open group. Just three basic questions to answer, you know. Our show goes live every Saturday. Times vary sometimes. Generally 1 o'clock, but times have been varying due to busy schedules. And that's that. It's time to kick y'all brothers out of my office. This has been the mayor's office. I'm stealing something.
Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 